0: Hello and welcome back to the Rugby Rewind podcast, somewhere in the 40s now in terms of episodes, slowly closing on the half century, so going to have to organize a few returning guests for that one, a few good segments, but uh, speaking of returning guests though, got one today, coming on for what I believe is the first hat-trick appearance in Rugby Rewind history, it's Max from the Black Jersey, how are you mate?
1: Oh, I'm pretty good, Um, really good to be back on for the hat-trick then, um, after we... Um... Rewinds to 2006's as MPC final and um that quiz thing that I did with you guys and David there was uh, a good laugh that one. Um great to be back. Always fun to have a yarn with you blokes. Um man, we've got some stuff to get into today. It's gonna be crazy. Yeah, I
0: mean we just drag you on for pretty much every sort of episode we do. You've covered the rewind, you've covered the quiz. We've got you on for a, a super rugby preview today, so anything really left to take off is a fantasy fifteen episode. So we'll get you on for one of those at some point. I don't. No harm in that. No harm in that. Yeah, Maybe it was a an one? one last week.
2: <laughs> that was a great one. I actually, that was probably one of my favourite episodes. That celebrity fifteen that we did. I mean, it was pretty silly, wasn't it? But I mean, it was you're trying to
0: convince the likes of Johnny Sins up against Jason Momoa and <laughs> front row of Clinton Trump up against Big Daddy V and Danny DeVito. I certainly not
1: being the president at number two, way it was crack up, man. <laughs> Oh, I love it. Maybe it too many say. wrestlers.
2: I had a few comments from some friends who said that they wish that they'd uh, they'd watch WWE when they were younger because we probably put a, a few too many wrestlers on that one, maybe.
0: Oh, no. <laughs> we could have done a WWE 15 easily. <laughs> I think that's you just people around our age if you didn't catch a bit of WWE. Yeah, so I mean, everyone is... did, didn't they? Surely. But anyway, before we jump too much into it, how have you been, Max? I mean, you've had uh, a few big news announcements since the last time we had you on. You're going full-time with your instagram your youtube nowadays so how's that
1: been for you yeah so on monday i'm gonna start running my youtube channel full-time i'll always have the instagram going to keep the core fan base entertained um chat super rugby for whatever reason it's always selections that seems to get the rugby fan base the most hot so super rugby is a busy time of the year for me so i'm just going to keep doing that to keep my corn fan base happy um northern hemisphere that's where the big audiences are for analysis and stuff so i'm staying up to watch the irish vs french game as uh toby is as well and so yeah got a few big things coming away so gonna be a massive 2023 for me man honestly yeah, i mean your game
0: doing that must be quite tough getting those videos turned around
1: yeah it's a bit of a mess, that's for sure um, a lot of editing a lot of I editing sometimes but you know if i can do All those YouTube videos, I think that um, all these Super Rugby teams can give us some good entertainment, so um, I guess we'd better uh, discuss the major talking points we got for every team. Yeah, absolutely. So
0: what, I mean, those who tuned in last year will know kind of how it'll run. It'll be much the same this year, we'll kind of go through team by team, just look at the squads, look at the new players, the players who have left, who the key men sort of are going to be, who the wee surprise packages are, and just an overall sort of feel about where we think they'll finish on the table. Sounds good. I know uh, Max has rocked up in his Hurricanes jersey, much to our disgust, so I know there'll be a few talking points about that one. Yeah, I thought
1: thought I'd better wear the uh, jersey of the team that had the most to say about because, um, honestly, they've got some huge things coming their way. I mean, we've got a um, big signing in the form of Brett Cameron (laughs) coming back from Japan. A lot of people were um, a bit grumpy when he got his first All Blacks test cap, but... (laughs) You know, I think he's um, scored a fair few points for Manawar 2, considering he's played just 17 games. It'll be um, really good to see him back in. <sighs> biggest loss for the Canes, though, I'm not sure. Um, what do you guys reckon of the biggest loss?
0: Oh, well, I'll tell you what, before know. we do the biggest loss, I reckon we can chat a bit more Cameron before that. We'll start with the biggest transfer, because there's not heaps and heaps of transfers that have come in, and like you mentioned with Cameron, he's probably one of the more highlight-worthy ones. Yeah, I mean... Weird saying that. Thinking a couple years ago, he was a kind of token all black, just because he was from Canterbury and wore the ten jersey. But now he's actually developed into quite a handy player, I reckon. Like you said, he's been good for the turbos
1: for the last year or two. Especially considering, I mean, the lack of front football he gets. It's um, yeah, the score once the turbos had put football. on him, yeah, he
2: was he was running the show for the turbos. Not that that was really saying much on the on the uh, table, but he was definitely stand out for them. Yeah, um, he's pretty much. Running the cutter,
0: reel, pulling the strings—the only one who really looked semi competent in the back line at least.
2: Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, there's not other, there's not that many other transfers to talk about for the Canes. I mean, I actually think that Daniel Sinkinson was a great pickup um, from Waikato. Um, he was pretty, pretty, pretty good during the um, the provincial season on the wing. So definitely a good pickup. But I think out of out of the other options, it would, it would have to be Cameron, wouldn't it? For the yeah, best I mean, transfer,
0: Sinkinson's one for the future for sure, but there's a bit Definitely. of depth in that outside back department. And yeah, oh, no, man, you were traumatized about uh Liam Coombs Fabling signing for the yeah, well, last his, year. We expected his, uh, big things, and he mate. didn't. So, yeah, surely this Waikato winger can deliver something.
1: Yeah, oh, you'd have to think so, surely. Oh, uh, Peter Larkow is probably another highlight. Um, I was really impressed with him in the MPC top carrier, third on the tackle charts nominated for um player of the season the Dwayne Monkley Medal, so he's uh, gonna be a big shot for the future.
0: A hundred percent. I reckon he should get a few minutes this year. I mean he's kind of competing against a fairly stacked loose trio and being a number eight and Savia playing there, he's probably not gonna see heaps of game time, but no one beat a off than Savia is there, so
1: I'm kind of um I'm kind of worried for Duplessis Karifi with Lackey in there mm. because it's clear that um most people recognise Lackey as a better player, and you don't want to have three open-side flankers. Like They're going to need someone like Devin Flanders or Caleb Delaney to balance the line out. Yeah. So I kind of worry with um the situation Karifi's in, being a seven who's just 1.8 metres tall. Um, You know, Savia at number eight, Lackey coming in. I do suspect maybe Savi is going to go back to seven.
0: <clears yeah, <clears <throat> they're going to need, like you said, some sort of line-out options that forced yeah. to effectively play a a Delaney or a Flanders no I mean the likes of Braden Yossay in there as well who will need some minutes but he's not a line out specialist either by any stretch so nah. it be interesting to see how they develop those Lucys
2: well, it's a good problem to have though isn't it I mean some pretty, pretty decent talent on that list our um, uh, biggest
0: loss, though, I was going to say. Uh, You're talking yeah. about
2: one MPC winner,
0: one guy who had a standout season, another guy who had a fairly standout MPC season for probably the first time in his career, Jackson Garden Bashir. Yeah, I was going to say. First time he's that. played well, and he's actually been cut.
2: Unfortunately, I mean, unfortunately. Yeah, I think it's actually
0: a good thing for all parties because he hasn't exactly performed for the Canes. No, but very I think well he's also. Past, but...
2: He's also picked up a really good contract over in Japan. So it's good for him personally, I think. But uh, oh, yeah. it's a shame Shakes because, like, yeah, he makes some yen. But unfortunately, he did actually have a great season in the in the provincial championships. So a bit of a shame. But um, I don't think it's the biggest loss. I, it's definitely. No, I think there's a couple bigger ones, but I'll there's some, some big ones, off. yeah. I actually think. I know that Wes Hoosen is probably, my, my, one of my opinion, um, one of the most underrated players for the Canes in the last few years. I reckon he's a bit pretty. Pretty decent loss. I know they've got options on the wing. Um, obviously, Julian Salvi. I know Max, you're a big fan of of Julian. But um, yeah. I think Houston is a, is a loss. I think he's a decent loss. Yeah, I can't argue too much with that. He
0: was a pretty versatile player too. He could play 15. Both the wings played in the midfield if he needed to. Like yeah. you said, he always punched above his weight. So,
1: guess it's time to wait for that uh, Springbok cap to come calling um I mean, it's, it's not out of the question for him yet. He's still young enough to play a test for the Springboks, and um, with Mapimpi just continuing to keep going, um, are they going to shift one of their current blokes to the left wing, or are they just going to keep having um, whoever's fit to play at 14 week in, week out?
0: Yeah, Does they love up their up? elusive little wingers on the right wing. Yeah. I mean,
1: Colby, Geo Aplon in the
0: past, currently Adruta. Yeah. Wes Hooson kind of fits that mould, so <laughs> you never yeah. know.
1: He genuinely does. Um, forward to watch. Definitely luck eye. Back to watch. Um, Even though Brett Cameron's a big talking point, probably the um, best picket they got. Um, I was watching a bit of the preseason between the Hurricanes and the Blues and Aiden Morgan was starting ahead of Cameron. Like, um, After watching the NPC, I do still believe he's got the inside running as the future All Black number 10. So yeah, I'm going to keep my eyes on him.
0: Yeah, I've talked about Aiden Morgan on this pod before and I think the one thing he needs to improve is his goal kicking. Doesn't really matter when Jordy Barrett's in the frame, but his running game is just—it's electric. Like every time he gets his hands on the ball, he looks like he could open something up. I think think um, there's a big
2: future. I think Max, you nailed your lineup on your Instagram. I mean, having Barrett in the midfield with Love and Morgan—that, you know, obviously um, 15 and 10 respectively. That's a that's a pretty impressive lineup isn't it? I mean in terms of There is another talent. 15 I think uh one to keep an
0: eye on too and maybe it's cuz I'm a token southlander as are you Toby but Josh Morby. Morby.
2: Yeah. He was good last year. He certainly he was on on the wing
1: a. He's um a player you can't leave out considering he was the top try scorer for them last year so I'm really hoping they can um keep him around on the wing a. um definitely. Cuz man those Hurricanes have got a lot of like future talent I just think the one thing they're missing is like a world-class specialist head coach. Like, Jason Holland seems to favor himself more as an assistant, eh? Mm. Yeah, I mean, I can back that.
0: They. You look at some of the coaching setups the rest of the teams have got, and they're fairly household names. Holland's... I mean, he's a good coach. Definitely been there, done that, but probably not quite that upper echelon.
3: Mm.
1: Placing for the Canes... Um, oh, before we? we talk What's...
0: placing, there is one more back I wanted to mention, I know. A few people will be chomping at it that here. This guy's
2: name because he went on the uh,
0: All Blacks fifteen tour last year. Cam Roygaard, What are your thoughts on him?
2: Yeah, I think uh, he's one for the future, mate. TJ Perinar is, You know, obviously he's getting on now a wee bit, and I think that Roygaard's going to get some serious game time this year. What do you What do you think?
1: I mean, if yeah, we I'd like some... to see it. Sorry, sorry, keep talking. Sorry, keep talking. Oh, you go for it, Max. Well, with Roygaard playing for the All Blacks fifteen, it's clear that the test. Um, seen as on his radar for the future like if we yep. have something like fakatava at nine morgan at 10 then with love and Royguard both coming off the bench imagine like the club level cohesion Royguard and um love are yeah. gonna have with love covering 10 and 15 from the bench it's going to be bloody beautiful
0: i agree yeah like i'm a big fan of that and like toby mentioned with piranara kind of aging and Royguard's guards are pretty similar mold to piranara really both big strong bodies in at nine who if yeah, they're running the ball, they're not going to be easily stopped, which not many nines you can say that about. So Do you
2: think future, this on? could be um do you think this could be Piranera's potentially last, I'm not sure what his contract is, but could it be his last season maybe for the Canes? Would he go overseas? There's going to be maybe? a
0: lot of all backs leaving at the end of this year. I'd wouldn't be surprised mm. to see him be one of them, but Yeah. What I mean,
1: maybe we'll see him go off to a different country that's not Japan. Like, from what I've heard, his wife and daughter didn't really like it there. So, yeah, okay. I mean, maybe he'll just go straight to retirement. Um, I- I'm not sure. Maybe he'll just be one of those players that sticks around in New Zealand forever, keeps battling away at club level even though he's no longer in the test scene. I don't know. Yeah. If- I kind of see that with him. He just, he seems
0: like he likes his footy and would be happy to kind of stick around at NPC level. Like, we well, he did that <laughs> with Wellington last year and he, didn't seem to put up any complaints and he played really well for them. So, Always a funny okay. one, um, Piranara. <laughs> Anyway, I was thinking maybe we'll leave the uh, overall prediction to the end and we'll just do a big Like kind of table run through.
1: Yeah, so, that'd be
2: good. Yeah, I reckon. So, otherwise, I'm going to lose track. I don't know about you guys. No worries. <laughs> Should we swap no to a. Um, do you want to stay with the New Zealand theme or do you want to up go to you, the ditch? You take Should us where you want to take ditch? us. Should we go across the ditch and do an Aussie team, eh?
0: Of course the token Aussie brings us there. And let me oh, guess it's going come to Perth, are
2: we? are <laughs> not going to Perth yet. I think we should go um, to Melbourne to the Rebels. Chief is a thirty think, second segment on these guys at yeah, most. My, yeah. Some some um, some signings, to say to say the least, not sure if they're the best signings, but there are some signings. There's literally um, one signing that I looked at. I'm like, yep, good. The rest of like, oh, <laughs> I, think, I think Sam Talakai is pretty good. Um, I think he's definitely a signing that's that's worth whatever they paid for him, um, and maybe Alex Murphy as well from the Reds. But a, a lot of the other signings they've they've got are from club level or um or from over and so second nations or second tier nations. So. We'll see, but I think Sam Telekai is the pick of the bunch for me. For the, for the best mean, signing.
0: I feel like Max and I might be on the save wavelength here, so I'll let you
1: take it, Max. <laughs> I don't your... have anything good to say about the Rebels, man. I'm just going to leave it at that. Like, um, <laughs> Monzi Iwani, maybe he's a pretty good pickup. I mean... Yeah, um, he was my probably. one one positive.
0: Yeah. He has looked class for it early for a few years yeah. now. <laughs> I don't know if he'll... Uh, yeah. rugby or not, because I don't That's know I if, Frankly, he'll get the chances with the sort of players
1: the Rebels have and the rest of the team, but... He's a good player. There yeah. are some solid picks. Like, I mean, they got Corbus Eloff, they got um for Amal Seeley, they got Stacey Ely, Andrew Callaway, uh Reese Hodge, Moses Sarovi. But I mean, do the Rebels seriously have the
2: depth to do any nah. better than bottom of the table? Yeah, Players I like mean, Hodge and Callaway, they just if I was them, they'd need to be at a bit a better team, especially Callaway. He's, he's class, um, well, especially internationally, he's class. He needs to be at, like the Brumbies or Waratahs, maybe I think. Yeah, mate, yeah. for sure.
1: Like, um, I mean, playing in a club like that does not real disservice if, you, if you're being completely honest, doesn't it?
0: Yep. Yeah. They do 100%. well to get into the national setup when, I mean, they don't get a chance to shine at Super Rugby very often. No, they no, have no. cut some, oh, I don't want to say dead wood because, to be honest, they'd still slot into the starting 15 of the Rebels yeah. at this rate, but they're players who haven't looked their best last season. That's Matt Tamua, Joe
2: Powell, and one of Toby's favorites, Michael Wells. They've all left the Greener well, pastures. I was going to say, I actually think Michael Wells was pretty good last season, but yeah, Matt Tuomua. He's a solid operator, but Tuomua yeah. is, he's <laughs> as good as he has been, he wasn't at his best yeah, last look, year. He, let's just say he was probably due for a Jap- Japanese stint, and that's exactly what he's doing, so fair play to him. Yeah. A couple um, other
0: players, are, like Max mentioned, the uh, Kobos off I think all their props are actually fairly solid. Like, yeah, I mean, Farmers Elof, Matt Gibbon, there's a few knocking on the door of the Wallabies setup up that's about the one sort of positive of the side. Is hey, you know up. what,
2: their biggest weakness in my opinion has is, is got to be number 10 because if you, if you remember back to last season, Carter Gordon who was sort of their rookie signing at number 10 man he had some shocking games to start with in the season unfortunately. But they haven't got yes. a lot of depth. Not, yeah. yeah, it's a um, name like Carter but it certainly yeah. doesn't live up to that name. <laughs> so I think we may see Reese Hodge playing in the 10 jersey potentially, we'll see. Um, yeah, Would be surprised to
1: cover fifteen. It's possible, you know. Um, yeah. yeah, they've already got Yuani on the wing. Um, maybe someone like Nu could feature at wing. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I'll tell you. He's a, a Glen Vihu, I don't know if you know much about him, but I caught a few of his games last year. He's still in twenty twenty one, but he looks like he's got a bit of something about him. He's a bright spark. Okay, defense a bit weak, but a, with ball in hand, he's got a bit of something about him, which is more than a few of the Rebels players can say. So. If he does get a chance, keep an eye out
1: for him. Guess he's the back to watch then, but a forward to yeah. watch. It's really hard to pick, eh? Like, um, maybe, maybe we'll go for like Richard Hardwick since he's been capped for Namibia. I don't know. Yeah, that's an interesting
0: one, eh?
2: Uh, I think Matt that. Gibbons pretty good. Well, he's not the best in the world, but I think Matt Gibbons not a bad option up the front. But yeah. It's a hard one, this one, actually. Tell you what, I think
0: there's a lot of players I'd probably fit the on my battlers page in 5-10 years' time. Just hard <laughs> grafters. They're not going to set the world alight, but the likes of Hardwick Gibbon. Trevor Jose is a favourite of mine. Just guys who he's good. they good. won't let you down, but they're probably not going to
2: push the rivers too high. Probably is pretty pretty strong. I mean, he's, he's, he got world yeah, yeah. he's got well catch. Leota, world Leota is probably their best forward, I'd say.
0: I'd argue Man, he's one of the key to
2: players, top. to be fair. But I think... Um... Yeah, I mean, back to watch. I think we've recovered that. Maybe obviously Andrew Callaway's on there if he can actually perform at the club level, which he doesn't. He hasn't been really um, to the best of his ability. But yeah, we'll see.
0: I mean, the uh, but, what says the most about the Rebels is the fact I think I forgot to put in a key player for them all together. So that probably <laughs> tells you all you need to know. It it's go be off the Dalloway. top of my head. It's probably Leota or Callaway, but yeah, yeah let's yeah. give it
1: to Callaway. Eh? Just, yeah, service. they have a yeah, Just, yeah it has
0: We'll do the overall table at the end, but yeah, Rebels fans, you probably don't want to stick around too much for that. (laughs) But anyway, uh, back to New... I suppose... Yeah, we'll go back to New Zealand, I reckon. We'll We'll get them over and done with the Crusaders. Yeah, Probably not going to be too much exciting things to talk
1: about them, but what are your guys' thoughts on them? Well, they are um, a team that just... For whatever reason, Razor's theology behind coaching that team has just been constant reinvention, and looks like they're doing it again. Um, I think the best signing would probably have to be Christian Leo Willie at number eight. Oh, I've I mean, got some left, notes on uh, him. they have lacked a proper number eight for quite a while since Rito left. I mean, Cullen Grace doesn't really have the bulk for it. Ethan Blackadder, he's not tall enough to be a six. He doesn't have a low center of gravity to be a seven. He doesn't have the hard carrying to be an eight. I think with Leo Willie in the mix, um, they'll solve a few problems with um, just the venom they need to get some go forward um against teams like the Blues who are obviously going to run rings around you with the likes of Dalton Papa So Christian Leo Willie, um, I'll probably give him the best signing in the um forward to watch titles. Eh?
0: Yeah, I think he's going to be one the Highlanders will regret letting go. Kind of, yeah. I don't know if you guys remember TJ Ioani from oh, five, ten years ago now, but he kind of reminds me of that, just an electric ball carrier, just doesn't yeah. go backwards. I reckon he could be that sort of player who sticks around. and The Crusaders, like you said, they just produce players out of nowhere every season, so he'll just be on that conveyor belt, and before <laughs> you know it, he'll probably be in the All Black setup.
1: Pretty nice. No, um, yeah. I reckon he could make the team for sure. He's still 24, I mean, like, it's not out yeah. of reach.
0: I mean, he would made the All Black 15 last year, so clearly national selectors have got a wee side eye on him to see what he can do. Mm. And that's after I think, what, yeah. one or two games for the Highlanders. Yeah, yeah it's a very
2: spot on. It's um, that's definitely the best shout for Ford. I mean, I was going t- to spice it up a little bit for best signing. I actually was going to suggest Milani Nane. I think he was his class back in the day. I'm not sure because I haven't watched too many of his games over in England because he was over in Worcester, but um. If he can still handle, you know, produce the same form he did when he was back at the Blues, I reckon he's not a bad signing either. If um, if they need some more wing coverage,
0: yeah, I've got a couple other guys on. I mean, sort of similar note to Leo Willie Tahu Kamara. I reckon he's one for the future, but a bit of a good pick up from Waikato, so get him out of the air grass. And Willie Hines, he's yeah, not classic. the best player in the world, but he had that experience, especially with Bryn Hall leaving. I mean, he's been capped for England, so clearly he's a handy enough player. so... Good for the culture. Even if it's just well. to give the likes of um, Noah Hawthorne some advice off the park, that'll be a good job for him. So Willie Hines will do the job. Yeah,
1: I am not sure if Hawthorne um, and Kimmer are going to get much game time, but long no, term, I have so. high hopes for them. Like um, considering those two played at high school together as the nineteen combo, um, I'm, I reckon they're in for a shout to be the All Blacks' third choice nineteen combo for twenty twenty seven. And um, yeah, I think that's around the period. We'll see later that. in the line. Eh? <clears throat> yep I mean if, if Kemara can make the um, Crusaders up to five games with the NPC he's clearly got some promise like um, I received all these DMs about oh Taha Kemara I'm like who so I went back watched some of Waikato's games I hadn't seen I was like oh he's actually not too bad but um, maybe he'll just have to wait one more season as the Chiefs have blocked it off for him with Gatlin, Ioane and Reihana in there but clearly he's, um, he's just keen to learn from the best eh yeah, he's still very raw, but like like you said, he seems like he's eager to
0: up his game, so I think he's one to keep an eye on. On the opposite Definitely. end of the spectrum, though, biggest loss is surely only one name that stands out for you guys. George yeah. sure.
2: Bridge. Yep. Oh, yep. I'll
0: tell you what, maybe there's two then.
2: Pablo Matera will be what Pablo means the
0: my guy. Bridge, though, yeah, you're right. Bridge is a crusader Bridge. servant through and through. I don't think yep. they'll miss him heaps on the field, but off the field they certainly will because... Was a Crusader's Legion, didn't he? And exactly. Bryn Hall. Bryn Hall's a pretty big loss as well, I thought. Yeah, actually, yeah. I, he's been underrated. quality him. servant. I know he splits opinion. Lots of people don't seem to rate him, but I was a fan of him,
1: so. Guess we'll just do the whole um, agree to disagree thing over. Eh? Like, <laughs> yeah,
0: um, <laughs> I, like I said, he's a player who splits opinion. He's he, probably he is. He really is. His best is. days are probably behind him, so it's probably good he went and made some coin while well he could. But.
1: Like he, oh, he's as well. Like he does have to um think of his family and stuff. Yep. He made the right choice, didn't he? I mean Hines back in the mix. Hotham's still got experience to learn off, so I think they're all good for nine. But um Matira going away from the loose forwards, well no wonder Leo Willie's back in the mix and um yes. he's playing for a new super rugby team.
0: <clears throat> it's no surprise matera has gone. It's probably realistically only gonna be a season, but yeah they'll still miss it.
2: I mean, he's he, the money he could generate over in, in Japan or even in Europe is substantially more than Super Rugby can play, so I think financially for him it's just one of those choices, isn't it? Actually, I was surprised, Ben, I'm not sure if you saw this, but were you surprised to see Ricky Jackson returned back to Provincial Rugby?
0: Somewhat. I thought he looked fairly decent when he played for the Crusaders last year, but the guy who I've actually got as my forward-to-watch is George Bowe, who... Plays in the same spot as him, so I reckon he'll yeah. be the one kind of yeah. pushing for that backup spot. I reckon he's yeah, another sort of 2027 All Black candidate.
3: Mm.
1: I mean, with um, Jackson injured and stuff for the NPC, I guess yeah. it's a good thing to go and give Bell a go ahead, because Brody McAllister realistically is also knocking on the All Blacks' door, but with Taylor, um, his best days are behind him, eh? So, you know, with yeah. Bell learning off the both of those two, it'll be pretty good for Bell, um... McAllister, maybe he can get a few caps, but long-term, I think it um, will be pretty nice to see Bell backing up Tokyo. Yeah, I think Bell's the long-term
0: option, really, isn't he? Yeah. You're looking yeah. around the country at young hookers coming through. It's, it's Tokyo Aho. obviously, still got plenty of years left in him, and then Bell's probably a
1: guy after that, I would say, mm, at least. Possibly. Tyrone Thompson, maybe you could give him a shout. Oh, yeah, good shout, at you. Bell's a, a bit younger, so maybe it is going to be Bell who's a third choice in a few years' time yep what about the uh,
0: oh Toby have you mentioned your forward to watch Max and I that a we chat
2: yeah I mean there's some pretty good choices I think George Bell is a good call um, but I mean if we're talking about just tried and true Crusaders stalwart Sam Whitelock I mean he's obviously <laughs> his best years behind him but he's still just a leader in the, in the team and I think that's just invaluable for this team and someone like Sam Whitelock even Scott Barrett Ethan Black out of those guys they strike me as Obviously, Sam White mostly, but they strike me as fantastic leaders, and, and that's essentially what the Crusaders is built on these strong leaders that are in the forwards, and that's exactly what Sam Whitelock is. So he's not one to watch necessarily, but he's he's there and he's incredibly important. So
0: he's the sort of player you we won't do anything highlight worthy, but if you go back and just watch him and no one else, you realise actually everything he's doing is exactly what he needs to be doing. To yeah, exactly. Be, get the best out of his team. So
1: just fantastic that bloke honestly um he's going to leave a massive hole in new zealand rugby when he retires A eh? um yeah he's the only player from the 2011 team that i first started watching that's still around so yeah i do have a wee soft spot for the bloke eh yeah, yeah. he's bloody good bloody good
0: i mean backs i've already talked my noah hall from i think's the guy to watch mecca springer maybe in a few years too but yeah that's my two what about you fellas
1: i oh, mean i could probably agree with being on those uh mecca springer Probably future All Black Noah Hotham Taha Kemera. They just need a few more years, but they'll be good for their long term. Um, um Pepe Sana Napatafilo. Um Hopefully he can get a test debut for Samoa. He's pretty yep. good. Yeah. He didn't did he get a game for the Canes last year or not? I can't remember. But I don't think he, he did because uh, he was
2: injured. Yeah, he was injured.
3: <clears throat> it's
2: I'm going to go for um Mecca Springer. I think he's going to be. Hopefully he gets some some decent minutes. He might not, but then again. They did lose George Bridge, so it opens up a, a spot there. So I think he hopefully will get a couple of games, but he's my back to watch.
0: Got to give a shout out to Fergus Berwick as well. I know, again, not everyone's cup of tea and a player who didn't look great a few years ago, but I reckon he had a good NPC season last year, so I'm keen to see what he can do.
2: Agreed. Agreed. But
0: I reckon this will be the toughest one of all key player because there's about 15 of them, so which one do you choose? I'm
2: going to go Will Jordan personally um in a similar boat yeah
1: i'll just say um i'll just say Havili for the sake of um saying Havili because he's a great link between the 15 and the 10 um he just gives the members of his spine some confidence that they don't have to micromanage everything because he's there to help them out i mean they need that um strong defender who's also got a kicking game because with mawonga having such a huge target on his back they just need that bloke to relieve the pressure eh yeah
0: yeah i mean it's hard to argue i think you can make a case for anyone of about six guys it's realistically i'll put down moonga or jordan just because i feel like if they're injured the drop off after them's probably bigger than a lot of
1: guys but yeah it could be anyone really couldn't it actually there's just so many class players on that side it's just getting ridiculous i mean with <laughs> someone like dominic Gardner making the all blacks 15 it's just starting to scare me like yeah, uh, endless, this
2: conveyor belt's getting that.
0: Oh, I know where do these guys even come back. from?
2: But they, they often sign people that aren't that great for other provincial areas or other mm-hmm. teams, but they've just become really good at the Crusaders. So it's getting promoted straight from the academy, eh? Yeah, it's very,
1: very impressive. Must be back to you, Max. Which team you want to run through next? Um, I think I'm pretty keen to run through Moana. Um, they've only got one signing, so I think we'll be able to um talk a fair bit about the cohesion in that club um i'm unsure as to how um his surname is pronounced but his first name is miracle he's come from the samoa sevens team um pretty tall bloke at six seven um obviously he's got a fair bit of bulk um i'm not 100 percent sure if they're going to use him as a lock or a six but with um the fact that we might see Fine and nisi play number eight um I'm kind of like 50-50 about what they're going to do with the six. I mean, they do have um, players like Jack Lamb. They've got um, Solomon Funaki at seven. They've got um, Alamanda Motunga at seven. But, I mean, how exactly are they going to balance that loose forward trio with Henry Timae is gone is a big question to me. So yeah, it's a I'm humongous going to hole.
0: I mean you've ran through that as well as any of us could. Like you said, there's plenty of options. I thought Lamb would have got a lot more game time last year than he did, but maybe he will this year. Funaki's definitely gonna start somewhere. He was one of their go to guys, but yeah, there's still a few positions up for grabs in there, in that loose trio at least. Definitely. It's us? um
1: it's gonna be a huge um a huge uh, head scratcher for Aaron Major, I think. Um he'll have a lot of um big choices to make. I mean with um with uh Josh Kiefer back in Hawkes Bay with um Nico Jones not there either I mean at least things are settled a little bit with um but with anisi with um curry even yeah with Curry's a water. handy
0: option too actually yeah I
1: don't
3: know oh.
0: options there I mean and uh, like you said that miracle uh, Fire youngi I'm gonna say but they must have shown something because um I was reading a wee article on him and the coaches didn't intend on signing anyone it was at the some world's rugby talent combine. They saw him there. They just went along mm. to have a look, and he did enough, obviously, to change Aaron Major's mind. So he must have a bit of something about him.
3: Mm.
1: Yeah, I mean, just, um, he's not the crazy like heaviest dude either. Like um, at one hundred and three, he's not huge for a lock. Like now, nah, you got to use him in the loosey. Oh, surely, still really, really confused as to where exactly he's going to play. You know,
0: well, he's only really play sevens i haven't seen him play much sevens at all for that matter but i have never seen him play fifteen, so
3: hmm.
0: yeah it'll be interesting do you guys have anyone other than teammate stowers down as the biggest loss
2: um i think Solomon cutter as well um he was a pretty decent i think but he's a guy to europe i believe to um Exeter, yeah Exeter, so. yeah yeah it'll be a
0: big loss for sure yeah yeah it leaves a bit uh, of a hole in the back line actually because He's been around the block,
2: both league and union, so yeah. he's got an experienced head on his shoulders. I see um, Nigel R. Wong is no longer in the team as well. He's quite experienced, actually, so um, mm. it's a shame that he's not No Not, not for anymore. now, but he's the sort of guy who just pops back up at a random club halfway through the season yeah. for a game. He's and then... <laughs> played for a, quite a large number of clubs, isn't he? He's I think he's, he's a, a, bit a bit of a journeyman,
0: O-Rod. does a job wherever yeah. he goes. Mm. Yep.
2: Just one of um, the various
1: members of that famous Lamb family who will come along, he'll do his asked of him. And um, with his debut for Samoa last year, I'm surprised he's not actually um, signed properly to a team for the season. Eh? Yeah, you would have thought a team could have done with them, especially someone like Moana. Like, I mean, Vanderbrow
2: definitely got some use out of him, eh? We might see him back in a team if someone gets injured and it could actually I mean, be any team looking at this like career. Anything
0: like last year, which I doubt because COVID kind of ran rampant last year, but if it's anything like that, all the teams will end up using about 40, 50-odd players. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, My uh, players to watch, I've got Abraham Pole in the forwards. I think it's a bit of a dynamic prop. And then in the backs, I've got, probably to the surprise of no one, Tomosi tavatavanawa electric ball carrier, probably one of the form wingers of the comp last year, so hopefully he can even get close to repeating that.
1: He's um he's eligible for the All Blacks now as well, so I wouldn't mind um seeing him get a cap and stuff. If the opportunity arises through injury to someone like Caleb Clark or Mark Talia, Sefu-Reese, Tava tava and the All Blacks lineup. that would
2: just be mouth-watering, eh? Yeah, oh, yeah. That'd be great. I think, Ben, last <clears throat> time, last year, you actually named Lincoln McClutchie as your forward, uh, sorry, back to watch. Yeah, I think um, I did,
0: and probably think, didn't hit his best season last no, year. he but didn't, but I, I still stand
2: that, by that. I think this time, though, Christian Lillefano is obviously getting on now. Um, you've got William Havili, there, D'Angelo Luila as well, but I think if he gets the game time, he's going to be, hopefully this year, someone to watch. Um, I think he will be, but... So, I'm going to go for him as my back. Um, obviously, Tava Tava Naiwa is the best option, but in the interest of variety, I'll go with um, Lincoln McClutchie. And then for the Fords, mate, oh, I think um, Mike McKee, mate. <laughs> the, south, the South and Stag. He's still playing for them. <laughs> Apparently, yeah. yeah. He's back <laughs> from injury now, yeah. Love it. I mean, they do need that
1: experience up front, someone to call the lineouts. I mean, he's not the greatest player of all time, but he'll be someone solid that can just do the mahi and um, get his right up in Ben's um, battlers 15s later down the years, so. though Absolutely. Yeah, I think I mean, so. I went, to, I
0: went to OB's hostel with the guy, so got to give him a shout-out for that. Exactly. Nothing else. <laughs> I think I see old Don Lolo released though. He played alongside my brother and in, in the Tyree Eels, so I was hoping he'd get some game time, but no, not to oh. be. Damn. Damn.
1: I guess with Don Lulu, he just didn't have the size and stuff. I mean, he didn't even get any game time. Um, some of that six-foot at lock just isn't the go, and um, nah. size really does limit you as a professional athlete. Like, um, Lulu against the All Blacks just looked off the pace for Tonga, and um, I think that the line-out for Pacific Nations has always been a big, big deal to solve, and I think this year, hopefully, Moana will be able to solve it yeah i mean
0: yeah like you said they leak a lot of tries for mauls and set piece that was probably their biggest weakness last year so mm, hopefully yep. they can go somewhere to resolving that who are your kind of
1: players to watch max um for the backs i don't know eh? um there's so many different choices so i'll probably go for danny towala um i left him in my top uh, 100 rugby players in the world because he's got a pretty uh complete um utility like of game and stuff i mean he can crash the ball up like he can from 12 He's got the agility to play at fullback. His kicking game's come a long way, I mean, especially with that winning try against the Hurricanes. Fair oh, bit of What pace. a moment. Decent defender. I mean, at um, 23 years old as well, Tawala was the youngest player for Samoa last year, so fair shout for the backs, I think. with the 23. Um, yeah, yeah, I'll agree with Toby for Abraham Paulier, who's probably a future All Black as well. Um, I think he was the top try scorer for Moana last year, so why not, a? Eh?
0: Yeah, don't mind that. What about the key man? There's, there's a few. Last year, it was probably Lelia Afano and Kipu you'd look at, but I reckon someone different this year. But I'm keen to hear is your guys' thoughts.
1: Who's it going to be? I'm probably just going to say... I'm going to keep it safe. I'm going to say um, probably Soleimani Fanaki. Wins a lot of turnovers. Yeah. Give him the credit where it's due. Fair enough. I mean,
0: you can't really argue with it. He's a solid operator. I've chucked down... Player who's, I didn't know how to put him in the key player or the back to watch category, but I've chucked down Levi Armour, hoping he can stay consistent because that's kind of been his issue the last few years. Is he crazy one week and then the next week he's back to pretty average? But hopefully, you get some consistency.
1: Yeah, definitely. I mean, as you said in Rugby News Magazine's latest issue, it's just a bit of a um a roller coaster of his career, isn't it?
0: Yeah, I mean, it's finally seeming like he's got a solid huh, well home I suppose now in terms of club mm. he's one another one who's kind of knocking on that all black selection
2: yeah no I was actually going to agree with that Ben as well for for player well probably the player to watch um, so yeah I would agree with that
0: righto where are we traveling to next then Toby um,
2: shall we go to our deep south team in New Zealand <laughs> Yeah. the Highlanders.
0: I'm keen to hear from a non-Highlanders fan to be honest because <laughs> yeah, this is some painful reading for a lot of this.
2: I mean yeah there's some interesting signings um, well yeah two interesting signings I would suggest um, definitely some losses definitely some losses but should we start with the signings then? Yeah should we start with the signings I think personally I mean Freddy Burns and Martin Bogado are your two sort of attention-grabbing, international signings. Obviously, Freddie Burns, incredibly experienced, number 10 from Leicester. Martin Bugatto is a, he's Argentinian, isn't he? Yeah, he's, he's a, a, very yeah, young. Yeah, Not
0: for the, um, the all-team yet.
1: But. His team last year, but didn't get any game time. Um, Going to yeah. be interesting to see where he goes. Um, I'm suspecting he'll probably go on the wing just because um, they'll want to keep some consistency. But
3: yeah, I He's mean, played on the
1: wing for Bayon um, over in
0: France, albeit only for about five or six games. He's, he's still. Very raw, but he looks like he's got a bit of something there from what I've seen.
2: But I tell you what, I'm actually hesitant in choosing Freddie Burns or Martin Bergado as the key, the, the best new signings because, as we know, with internationals at the Hollanders in the past, historically, they haven't been very good. So, I mean, yeah, look at the Argentine and the uh, Englishman we've had in the past, they've not been flash. <laughs> so, I'm actually going to go with Jonah Lowe. I think he's probably the top signing for me. And there's other options, obviously, but Jonah Lowe is going to slot in, I think. And I think he played today or yesterday in a preseason game, scored a couple. So. I bet um, Max will
1: agree with you on that one, being a Chiefs fan. Yeah, mate, I was gutted to lose him from the Chiefs and stuff. Um, Jonah Lowe, I think, was probably pretty close to making the All Blacks around late 2020, early 2021. He just um didn't quite make it there because he opted to stay on the wing rather than move to centre. At the time, like... I wasn't too confident in Quintu Paya yet, as I said, but Lowe remained on the wing, Tupaya shifted to 12, and the rest is kind of history, eh?
3: Yep.
2: That's a good uh, shout. I, I think mean, um, my signing has got already yeah, been then...
0: talked about, so. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> my apologies. <laughs> no, no, I'm good. Run you are going choice. with Martin we're Bogado, weren't you? That was your choice. Uh,
0: I, was, I mean, I've probably gone Freddie Baron so no more about him. He's... Even if he doesn't deliver on the field, if he can mentor Cam Miller, because Cam Miller has got a big future, so yeah, yeah,
1: at He's the very like... least, hopefully he does that. And what a about lot of talking about Cam Miller, eh? Yeah. Got a lot of problems, that boy.
2: Definitely, I mean, definitely. Yeah. He is a sniper off the tee, if nothing else. He certainly is. Now, what about biggest loss? Yeah. <sighs> I don't
0: reckon there's any huge, huge losses, personally. No. I reckon Leo Willie's probably the biggest feeliever for his potential, but the likes of Coltman, he's gone for good now, and he's kind of passed his best Evans anyway.
1: Doubles, with those three guys gone, I mean, they were pretty old and stuff, but as former All Blacks, you do have to say those three were the big losses. I don't think any of the other losses really will damage the team at all. I think they chopped off a lot of dead wood. Like Liam Coombs Fabling, Freedom for Akolo, they looked completely off the pace at Super Rugby. Um, I'm not sure how to pronounce his surname, but there's a Southland winger who wasn't that good either. Um, Solomon Alaimalo was good oh, for yeah. his mental health that he's gone back to the Chiefs. He um, didn't seem like he was having the best of times down south. Seal Tomkinson off to Wales. Um, that's quite nice considering all the um, head high. Incidents he's been involved yeah, with
0: great well had potential to be a great player but he just mm. he just couldn't quite get it right in New Zealand yeah. at least but it seems like he's doing it right over in Wales at least so far mm. as is Michael Collins another former Kiwi
2: yeah what about um Manaki Selby Rickett it's a reasonable loss I would have thought um
1: actually yeah it's kind of one of those things where if you don't have anything nice to say you don't say it you know like um I don't think it's good to bring up his um his conviction and stuff it's just uh yeah i agree probably not something the children will want to hear eh? yeah
0: if you're focusing purely on a rugby standpoint then he was a fairly handy player but the highlands have got a few locks they can bring in i mean parkinson we be back from injury josh dixon's good fabian holland no surprises he's my forward to watch and he's the future so i reckon they will be all
1: right yeah i'm really excited to see what holland can do long term i mean um Aside from the fact that he learned English off just a Marshall's commentary, I think everything's gonna be all right with him. He's um, a big bloke with a lot of potential, and um I do think that he's indeed a future All Black. Um, the ceiling's unlimited for him. then. I kind of um, whatever what whatever he to, sorry, said about Parkinson in like twenty nineteen or so, I'm pretty much gonna copy and paste those comments over to Fabian Holland's because. Injury pretty much just wrecked Parkinson, eh, guys? Yeah. Yeah. I mean,
0: yeah, it's a fairly accurate way to put it, really. Everyone was raving about Parkinson, and hopefully the same thing doesn't go and happen to Holland. I mean, Parkinson could still go injury-free and be a chance at higher honours, but Mm. it's
1: probably younger guys knocking at the door now. Definitely, yeah. It's just um, one of those really unfortunate cases of right player, wrong time, eh? Yeah, absolutely.
0: You got any other forwards to watch either of you two?
1: Forwards to watch, I'll probably go with um, I'll probably go with Nicota Broughton from um, Bayer Plenty. He played for the um, Barbarians under twenties last year. Made a few highlights with them. Solid number eight off the back of the scrum. Not the um, tallest for operating a line-out, but I mean he's going to become a solid Super Rugby player for sure. Yep, I don't mind Great. that shout. It's, it's a big unit, strong bulk area, so. He's just one of those cases of um, technique over size, isn't he? Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, yeah I reckon in the Highlanders' will suit his sort of play style as well, Highlanders usually bring the best out of those kind of players on the fringes. So they do.
2: What about what about Max you, Hicks, I think. Um, I think he's definitely one to watch. I mean, obviously he's already got caps for the Landers, but Max Hicks, I thought, is reasonably handy. So I think I'll be, I'll yeah. be keeping a he close eye on him as well. Last year,
0: actually.
1: Yeah. I yeah. mean the and biggest thing one in me the lock department. For me is um, is he the to decide is he going to or is be Because lock quite yeah. like six the look quite yeah, like oh. him at the
2: Yeah, of like him the Yeah, too. Well, I think lock yeah, Well, I think listed yeah, cuz he's the listed signings as a the I think. Um, I do the think think. part of their locking think but that the other yeah. thing is Hopefully, he other thing
0: is that the other thing that just chops and changes that just week out changes yeah. that settle. week
1: really out yeah. not, because he's got a lot of promise thing is I mean, at 23 years old, he is indeed young enough to still be an all-black. Like, the door's definitely not shut on the dude, you know?
0: Yeah. yeah. And as for backs, I mean, I've already talked Cam Miller, but the one standout back to watch for me is Thomas Humunga Jensen. He is just, he's a brute. He's what Peter was a few years ago, pretty much. Just an absolute brute, knocking on that door of higher honours. Just Agreed. Kind of looked like the only one in the Highlanders back line at points last year who gave them any go forward. so...
1: I guess with Thomas Ermanga-Jensen and Peter Ermanga-Jensen, it's like whenever one's injured, the other's just wreaking havoc, eh? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> the funny old thing with those two twin brothers.
0: Yeah, if only... Oh, I mean, yeah, like you said, if only they could stay injury-free because neither of them can. <laughs> yeah.
1: Player to watch for me, I'll probably go for... um, I'll probably go for Jonah Nareki coming back from injury. Like, he probably could have um had a decent shot at the All Blacks 15 had he not been... um just so smashed by um the injuries he's had. Like, um he's a pretty solid player. So I want to see Jonah Nareki come back strong. And, um you know, it'd be really, really nice to
2: see him get a debut for Fiji. Eh? Yeah,
0: I love that shout.
1: It's my favorite Highlander, so
0: I can get behind that one.
2: I think um Scott Gregory, I mean, I know he's had some ups and downs, but... Might have hopefully... to stop you there, mate.
0: You've just said Scott Gregory <laughs> is your player to watch.
2: <laughs> Not my player to watch. I didn't say that. I said, "We'll keep an eye on him because I actually thought last year he wasn't too bad."
0: No, to be fair, once he shifted to the midfield, he's looked fairly comfortable. I don't think he's an outside back, but at twelve, he's looked pretty good,
2: and I think keeping it around there. Yeah, I'm keeping my eye on him. But in terms of an actual overall player to watch in the backs, um, yeah, I think there's some options in the in the winging. I mean, you've pretty much nailed it um, with Thomas Urmanger Jensen, Connor Garden, Baship, maybe. Probably oh, he was not. Good a couple of years ago, actually. So, yeah. recapture really that.
1: Um, this needs. Um, he needs a coach who will stop chopping and changing the backline. Connor Gard and Bashit was um, probably one of the victims of that last year. Eh?
0: Yeah, fullback wing, just between them, and
1: I. I
0: don't know where I prefer him to be honest, but he should stick to one. It's all. I'm-
2: what, what about um? Because Sam Gilwood actually played a couple of games at ten last year. And he didn't like. They weren't bad. Were they? He looked good until he got that red card. Yeah, till he got the red card. Yeah.
1: Aside from the red card, he was a solid ten. Like um, Sam Gilbert, I think is one of those players that's far more intelligent than Tony Brown allowed for him to be, and um, he's very good game management based on what we've seen from a ten. But um, in terms of the fact that Mitch hunts back from injury, they got Burns back, Cam Miller for the future. um, I think it's definitely. Probably better that he sticks to fullback. I wouldn't
0: mind and see him defense. and get a proper shot at fifteen. Eh? Like it's, yeah, he's yeah,
1: a really
2: big unit. Um, he's looked good
0: ben, there for Otago, So, like, you know, yeah. he's he's got it something there. So we can just. Well, get what are some your game thoughts coming.
2: on? Um, what are your thoughts on James Arskell? I think he's signed a, a, a full time deal now. So I'm I quite a an fan ex, of him. Yeah, XOB's boy. What, you, uh, what do you? I don't think we'll think? see him ever kind of
0: all blacks. I don't think he's that level, but no he's better than hammington i think or at least he's got a higher ceiling than hammington so i'm glad but he'll be he's getting g- a few more minutes
2: but look at that lineup with halfbacks i mean it's not going to be easy for him to get game time is it let's be honest i mean
0: aaron smith's not going to lose many minutes and Fakatava's coming come back from injuries so
2: yeah the thing is with um hammington
1: gone and ask and i guess it's just a way to soften the post world cup exodus that we all know is coming
3: yeah yeah that's fair because yeah
1: even though I'm pretty um, unhappy with the fact that they let Noah Hotham go to the Crusaders from their under-20s program, at least they are softening that blow that I mentioned before.
3: Yeah, I
0: mean... Hotham be... would have been the sort of guy he would get really excited about. Ascot's good, don't get me wrong. Still a very
1: good player. Yeah. I mean, with Not... um, with Fakatava no longer having Hotham to challenge him, I think it will be good for them to have certainty on who's were in the pecking order at halfback. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Of course, no triple T either. Of course, he was brought in as a wee short-term replacement, and now to the Chiefs. Well, now we'll get on to the Chiefs later, but yeah, he's back there now. Yes, I mean key yes. player Aaron Smith for me. Surely it's much the same for you guys, Ethan De Groot, man.
1: That oh, is exactly yeah. prop in the country. Um, if, if De Groot goes down, the All Blacks World Cup chances are shot, man. Ethan De Groot all the way.
2: Oh, hundred yeah, percent. I don't I, mind that because.
0: There yeah, is no, backup I... for Smith. There is no backup for Degroot, especially for the Highlanders.
2: Yep. Now I had Degroot down as my to watch. Well, uh, key player. Sorry, um, Josh Dixon definitely up there as well. I think he's is definitely um, a quality lock. But yeah, it's got to be Degroot or um, Smith, as you said, Ben.
0: Right. I mean that rounds out the Highlanders chat. I reckon we can head back over to Aussie team. I reckon we go for a team that we've dogged quite a lot in the past. Aussie. And- I'm telling you, I'm not going to be dogging them this year for the first time in a while. The Waratahs.
2: Yeah, well, tell you what, we <laughs> actually embarrassed ourselves last year because we absolutely dogged the Waratahs, and they were actually quite good. Um, I think it wasn't. We can't blame ourselves really because the, the the names they had on the team sheet we just weren't familiar with. But yeah, you know, as as we'll talk about shortly, there were some players that really stepped up that season. So we probably-, probably shouldn't dog them. much yeah I
0: reckon well we'll get onto the table later but I reckon they're gonna
1: be a bit of a surprise package actually things are looking really good for them I mean with um Tolu Latu coming back Talini Siyu coming back Dave Parecki's the first choice hooker for the Wallabies Charlie Gamble's eligible now Hooper's still there um depth at 10's looking good Isaiah Parisi both Wallabies Mark Nawanani Tawasi's a Wallaby Namani Nadolo's there um, wow, they just got a lot of depth. there. yeah, you know? yeah. No, I think
0: it's that's a good be... team. You've just read through there, like yeah, yeah. big players in all the key positions.
1: Ndolo um, back. It won't be like massive for the highlights anymore, like how it used
2: to be. But yeah, he's not the 20 20s winger, is he? Yeah. But... It'll be good for the team culture, you know. And you won't be picking up the kicking tee, from what we understand, Ben. Is that right?
0: Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, we <will> <laughs> oh we did we tier list on goal kickers the other day. Yeah. Put it out. I've got a message coming from Namani Nandola. and I quote, Oh, come on, Oos. Like, <laughs> guess he's not a fan of He thought
2: he was a bit better than we'd probably placed him, so we do apologise for that. But yeah. um, maybe if he picks this three right. up for the Warriors, we might be able to redeem himself potentially. How do we, oh,
0: I don't know if he will. How do we catch him? He said his legs haven't quite got the kicking in them anymore. So. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah they uh, a- would have to make a run it straight to list though and he'll feature right near the top of that so
1: yeah definitely he's just one of those players that could do everything back in his prime and um, he's so so good at interacting with the fans eh? like he's so yeah. nice whenever you message him eh? yeah he's just oh, he's such a be... nice guy on and yeah. off the
0: field really for someone that's 140 odd clicks almost two meters tall you wouldn't expect him to be such
1: a nice guy yeah fella. absolutely Um, A player to watch in the backs, Um, I'll go for Dylan Peach. He was um, probably quite close to the Wallabies as well. Um, 24 years old, the door's not shut. He's played sevens internationally for Australia. Um, And it'll be really good to get another um, player of Aboriginal descent in there as well. I mean, um, the Australian nation is um, really trying to bring more of an Aboriginal influence into the rugby. And uh, Dylan Peach, I think, would be a key part of that.
2: Oh, I can't can't agree more. I think that the win combination of Mark tingawasi and Dylan Peach is going to be and like it was last year, it's going to be fantastic. And we'll talk about Mark Nawangatiawasi later because I've actually got him featured in another stat. But um he was fantastic last year. And he's obviously Wallaby now. And I think he's gonna actually feature for the Wallabies a lot this year if he stays injury free. So can't agree more. And and obviously Kirtley Beale. Uh, back on a full time contract now. For oh, I bet he was. Oh. See what happens there. I, um, what happened? He's going to oh, feature well, in another category in a second.
1: He's um, he, he's been accused of a crime, and I'll say innocence or proven guilty for now. Oh, uh,
0: I have seen him. I've yeah.
2: seen that. Yeah, yes, yeah. No, we, I, we don't I want
0: to him. delve into too many details on that
2: one, but no, you probably no, no, won't no, see no. much. You
0: currently be able to see. I did,
2: I did see that. I can't believe I forgot that. But well, yes, long is... story
1: short, the trial hasn't happened yet, so we can't commentate much further.
2: <laughs> no. Simple as that, yeah. Uh, yes. Okay, well, um, tell you what, I mean, it's my kind best of three, signing... from three. Then
0: I was going to say because my back to watch is also Dylan Peach. Oh, there you go. I've also there got uh, go. the center pairing of Fikiri and Parisi down because I personally think it's one of the best in the competition, which might be a big statement, but
2: I reckon, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah quality. Yeah. I, I think, um, from a best signing perspective, I mean, there wasn't many as we mentioned, but Tolu Latu is probably the most experienced, um, obviously, Namani the dollar as well, but. In terms of biggest loss, uh, there's a couple. I mean, um, I actually thought that Jamie Roberts was pretty good last year. He's retired now, of course. Uh, but, yeah, biggest loss. What did you have down, Ben? I, maybe I Newsom, find it interesting you said there's a couple because
0: I don't think there was many. I think, like you said, just in Newsom, I think, is the only really notable one. Yeah, he, probably him he was, as
1: well. Solid rather than spectacular. He's done the right thing by taking the coin, hasn't he? Yeah, absolutely.
0: I mean, currently Bills also a bit of a loss, too. I personally yeah. think if he was playing, I don't think he's his best anymore anyway, so I don't think he'll be yeah. as big a loss as yeah. possibly could have been, but
2: yeah. Um, key, are we doing, yeah, key back, yeah. we've sort of spoken about Peach, haven't we? We think it's Suppose going to be Peach. we can peach touch or... on the forward pack then. Yeah, let's do the forward pack.
0: I mean, for me, uh, Will Harris, the number eight, I mean, there's a number of guys in the forwards, could be any of those
2: Lucy's, but I
0: think Will Harris has got a big future ahead of him.
1: I think I'll go for um, Charlie Gambale. Like um, Lachlan Swinton's proven time and time again. He just doesn't have the discipline. Um, I noticed how Eddie Jones really made sure Johnny Hill would go after Darcy Swain because Eddie Jones is um, always willing to get his players to fire up ops with bad discipline. Um, If Lachlan Swinton played in that Wallabies versus um, Australia, sorry, Wallabies versus England test there, sorry, guys. I do believe that um, he'd have gone after Swinton in the same way. So i yeah, probably to two recards instead of one. And Michael Hooper teaming up to win lots of turnovers. And at 26 years old, Gamble's a good age for a debut, so bring it on.
2: Um, Charlie Gamble in at six. Oh, I agree. Charlie I Gamble's got to be. He was, like, last year, Ben, we didn't even, I don't even think we mentioned his name in the, in the review of the season. We knew a thing about him, really. No, nah, we didn't. And he was, man, he was good. So I think he's, it's got to be Charlie Gamble. Um, so I agree with that, Max. Yeah, I mean, key players the,
0: probably uh, afford for me too. I'll let you finish your statement though, Max.
1: Key player, I'm going to go for Angus Bell. I mean, he's probably going to be in Juicy 17 for the Wallabies, but <laughs> I mean, he's a big boy. He, he hits hard. He runs hard. Not bad ruck speed either. So I think he'll be the key player.
0: Oh, He's one of my favourite props to watch, actually, which is rare because not many props you get that excited about. But yeah, yeah. he's
2: good. I mean, last year I said um, Michael Hooper because yeah, you know, well, I'd Michael. say
0: Michael Hooper this year as well.
2: <laughs> I would say him, but in the interest of variety, I'm actually going to go Tane Edmund. I thought he was damn good last year. Um, and he, you know, he sort of shared that jersey with Ben Donaldson. So between Donaldson and Edmund. Definitely players to watch. I'm not sure if they're the key players, but they'll probably be up there. I would have thought.
1: I mean, I don't maybe hate you'll see it. one of them at fullback. I mean, Ben Donaldson can play the Akane.
2: Yeah, they yep. well they got
0: Donaldson, Will Harrison, and Edmund, like you mentioned, and Harrison kind of fell out of the picture. So
1: maybe Harrison will be in jersey 22, Donaldson at fullback, and Edmund at 10A. Eh? Yeah, then yeah. Donaldson will be the um, jersey 22 for the Wallabies, covering both 10 and 15 with uh, Lola Seal at 10. I don't mind that setup actually
0: we yeah, definitely yeah. see that happening. Uh,
2: but anyway, otherwise, it kind I'm of covers over. the
0: TARS. We'll chat more about kind of where we think they'll finish in the overall picture at the end. But where do you want to go to next, Max?
1: Um, How about we talk about the Fijian and eh? Yep, go yeah, go
0: gold. And I must say, my first note on these guys is we know a lot more than we did last year, and it does not have to be a chat solely about baden Kerr and how ridiculous of a signing that was. We <laughs> <Yeah>, did <laughs> you know some of the names it. this year.
1: They're definitely going to miss uh, Manasa Solo, Namani Nagusa, Old Baden Kerr, Onisi Ratave, Vinaya Hibosi, um, Ali Veriti Vitokani. Um, there'll be some pretty big names missing. I'll there probably is some big for, losses there. Yeah. Um, I'll probably go for Manasa Solo as the player they're going to miss the most. As, you know, for whatever reason, Fiji do find props quite hard to come by. Like Haiderti Hetet, um maui and um, manasa solo probably going to be top three of their prop order for 2023's world cup um so he'll be a big um loss for the draw eh? yeah i mean yeah.
0: it's hard to argue with what you said because props yeah pretty low on stock from the islands in general especially fiji they don't produce a heck of a lot of world-class props So solo will be a big loss for me it's probably hand because he was I probably would have put him in my team the season last year. He was that good. Every time he touched the ball, he looked like he'd score a try. And, yeah, I mean, who knows whether it had been second season syndrome with him or not this season. But unfortunately, mm-hmm. we're not going to find out due to a high-level breach of contract is all we know at this stage. And yeah. So, hopefully,
1: I mean, we won't see him this season. It's another one of those things where we just can't comment because the trial hasn't happened, eh? Yeah, yeah, simple but, as that. Yeah,
0: I mean, all the players you kind of mentioned at the start there, Max, they're all going to be felt in some way or another.
2: Yeah. Um, I think, for me, the also, biggest loss was Ritave, I thought. Um, Anissi Ritave. I mean, like you said, the ones that we've, they've lost, they've all been big, but Ritave, for me, was quite strong last year, I thought.
0: Yeah, I mean, again, hard to argue another quality player. Should we talk signings, though, and who they've replaced them with? Yeah. Hmm. I mean, I can touch on... Well, they have bought in a prop. I don't know much about him other than the fact he's Lottie Takiri's cousin. So they bought him in from the Rebels. Don't think he ever okay. got a game for the Rebels, but he's a big unit. And they've also bought in Masaki Doja, I'm going to say, or Doge.
2: Do- 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 yeah, from-
1: Dragons will yeah. be an um, interesting one to watch. Pretty experienced. Um don't know a heck of a lot about him, but we'll see how he goes, eh? Yeah, neither,
0: yeah. but he's one of, well, the only signing that's come from outside of Fiji other than Takiri. So yeah. he must be all right, hopefully. A couple of and um, Fijian 7s guys, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: I can see a fair few of them all right. There's there's a lot of them, eh? Like um, a lot of them are a fair bit of experience behind their backs as well. I mean, um, I, I can't pronounce the names, but... um. I'm wishing this team all the best and stuff. Um, They've still got the talons without Hibosi, without Nagusa. I think well, they can last like year. They
0: didn't have any recognisable players and they came onto it and became household names by the end. So.
1: Exactly. Yeah. I've got faith <laughs> in these guys, I eh? Yeah, I reckon.
0: If nothing else, they will be entertaining. I was going to say, the only I don't recognise a lot of the sevens guy, but uh, Yusofa Marcy's one I do. I think he might have played a bit of league as well, possibly. Mm, so, yeah, okay. If he could take to Union and take to 15s he could be interesting but we'll see
1: yep definitely maybe a um, um, probably the best back will be uh, probably Caleb Muntz, Um looks like a good game manager and um, Fiji having a young 10 is very good for them as well I mean I was getting a bit worried with Titi Teller getting developed as the second choice for Vola because Teller is like 30 so having Caleb Munts in the wings I think will be very good for the long-term health of Fiji at 10. Yeah, yep. I don't mind that shout. Munts
0: has looked pretty good. Teller's looked capable, but he's not exactly the yeah. future. But I think he's still capable Munts will. I mean, he can play 12 as well, so Munts will be a solid operator. I reckon Frank Lamani is another pretty key player yeah, or player to watch agreed. in the back line.
2: Agreed. I was going to say maybe um, Calavetti-Ravalval as well. Um, he's scored a few tries last yeah, year. he was good wing, so. last year too, actually. Yeah, I think he
0: yeah. scored against the... Chiefs from memory in that game in Suva. Mm. Yes,
2: he did. He did. Yes. So I think um, he might be one to watch as well. But yeah, I think uh, months and Lamani. So yeah, put in the pack.
0: I must admit, I probably know less about the guys in the pack. So if one of you two wants to kick off, you can.
2: Yeah,
1: I'm. Um, I'm excited to see a bit more from Tiaki um, Wadukadiki um half Maori, half Fiji, and he was named. I in must Fiji admit, last I'm glad year. you
0: took that name from me because I would have butchered oh. the pronunciation.
1: <laughs> like um he, he got named in the team and stuff like I was saying, but he didn't get a debut because of injury or something. Was successful for Tasman for a few years. I mean, I just want to see him do well at test level for Fiji Like, um, he's a big unit. Um, and I just um I think he's gonna be a game changer for them at World Cup if they can keep him um if they can keep him fresh and um injury free.
0: Yeah. And he offers that utility too, which is fairly exactly. important for the smaller nations like Fiji. You can play the lock, he can play in the back
1: number eight playing like that, coming off the bench from jersey number 19 i mean they're pretty much sorted with guys like um yato guys like um derela um derena langi sorry the skip for the druah starting then with guys like um you know the likes of um god what's his name again sorry guys oh that's <laughs> um, right what's the i'm sure the... you know you know the offload king we we all know lock nakarawa or yeah, look, yeah, like Akarawa, he's going to be a um, huge star for them at lock Locker the World Cup. But with guys like Kariki De Veta coming off the bench to replace them, I mean, they're sorted for the future and stuff, eh? Yeah.
0: I mean, they've always got a side that you love to watch, but there's actually a solid core forming for that national team.
1: Absolutely. I yeah, mean, long term, other... Fiji and Drew is going to be massive for the actual um for the actual A team itself. Yeah. yeah absolutely. Definitely.
0: A couple of the fellas I reckon will be decent to watch in the pack is uh, Mira Ramiro. I know when we did our draft last year, when we had our guest on, he drafted him in and I was questioning the choice. But gave him a watch and he actually looks like he's got a bit of something there. Don't know if he'll yeah. start or not, but he looks all right. And then Tolokoto, the hooker, again, like you said with the props, that produce heaps of hookers either, but he's a fairly solid operator.
2: Yeah, I agree. I think I was going to go for Duran Nalangi. I think he's young, up and coming. His, his offloading ability is just as good as the rest of the team, so I think he's a key player for them. Well, he was last year, and hopefully, he will be. He will be as well this year. So that yeah, would be my pick.
0: What about your key man? I mean, probably you already talked a lot, but there's one guy I haven't mentioned, and for a reason too, because I wanted to save him for the key player spot, and that is—I oh, know his last name's Volter, or I'll, I'll butcher the first name—but Volta, the centre, I reckon he is. Absolute
1: yep. class. Yeah, I agree. He's a, he's a weapon, that boy. Eh. Yep. Got a, um. Got an all round game. He's just going to be massive for them. Eh.
2: Still pretty young as well. So yeah, no, I I would agree with that. All right, Toby. Where are we going to next? Um. Let's go back to. Should we go back to New Zealand? Um. Who have we not covered? canes, oh, we've, done oh, the canes we the we? we've done the canes yeah, we've yeah, done yeah. The canes. Canes, yeah. we haven't done chiefs the, chiefs, the blues though. left we haven't yeah, done got the chiefs blues to go max's big team the chiefs
1: <laughs> let's do it <laughs> yeah with the chiefs we've got a um some decent signings i guess d max coming back Pennyasi mully mullies hasn't been um too bad for counties um and john ryan at prop that's going to be awesome Jared Prophet switching over from the Canes for his first um, long-term deal at 29 years old as well. So um there'll be some nice. Yeah, that's a great story. For, uh, huge for profit. Like um just tells you a bit of a story about not giving up and um, you can make it no matter who you are, like if you put your mind to it. Eh? Definitely.
0: Yeah. Which one of those guys coming in do you reckon is going to be the, make most impact, be the best for them?
1: Well, I mean, as much as we can talk about Damian McKenzie, with Angus Tarval gone for the season, it was pretty obvious to me when I saw who the replacement was at Clayton McMillan. Sorry, I just wanted some experience in a prop, you know. like. And I think with Ryan starting at number three, um, it'll be really good for those younger players to learn off his test experience from things like the 2019 Rugby World Cup. Um, yep. The fact that he was coached by Joe Schmidt when he was in the Irish team, I mean over 200 games for Munster, the dude's an absolute legend um hopefully he's gonna win a fair few scrums for the chiefs so eh?
0: yeah i mean it's a good shout like you said he's not gonna be the most exciting signing but he might be the most invaluable solely because of the experience and the losses have had in that position feeling yeah, for excitement yeah. d max your guy him returning he's gonna add a uh, he give a lot to the tide just another bright spark in the back line but I oh, yeah. mean, it just goes without Two saying. polar he's opposites,
1: the isn't it? Watch. He's going to be the back for watch to me. I don't have to add any more about him, A eh? Like, absolute game winner for the Chiefs in the past. Hopefully, he'll be able to do it again.
0: The only other signing I was going to note was, uh, well, Salby Rickett coming in, who I think, more like I mentioned, is a solid player, but the Chiefs don't need any locks, so they don't really know necessarily why they bought him. They've got Lord, they've got Ikoi, they've got Retellick, they've got uh, Lachlan McConnell, they've got a lot of locks. So. There's a Don't huge. Know if m- see many
1: minutes with um, with open side flanker as well. I mean, Sam Kane is there. Luke Jacobson can play there, but they do need another specialist that isn't Kalen Boshi, You know,
3: mm.
0: yeah, it's a fair shout because they got a lot of kind of guys who cover. <laughs> a lot of utility in the Chiefs,
1: I'd say. Bit of a bit of a weak spot for our boys right now, but hopefully we'll get it done and we'll win the competition to shut up all the doubters. <laughs> what are
0: you oh, thinking, Toby? Who are the oh, look? I think for
2: you? I think John Ryan's got to be for me number one. That just based on experience. Thirty-four years of age, Irish caps. It's not often that you see. I mean, if, I can't think of that many. Uh, you know, European, particularly Irish players that have come to New Zealand with that much experience to play in New Zealand at Super Rugby level. It's quite rare. So it's a great pickup. Two years.
0: Irish guys that have played Super Rugby before. Did yeah, there's the not Rob Carney. Carney. Um, One from way Mac back in the day, Peter Clovisky.
1: Does Mackenzie actually count? You know, like yeah, oh, surely.
0: Suppose sh- so somewhat, James Lowe, does he? James Low, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, Bundy R. I suppose yeah. there's a few of you go like that. Yeah,
2: yeah there's been a few. We're talking guys
0: who were Irish before
2: yeah, we came together. Originally Irish, exactly. yeah. No, I think I think John Ryan definitely. You've nailed that. Um, otherwise, Damien McKenzie, of course. Um, yeah, no doubt about it. What
0: about the other end of it, the, the biggest losses? For me, oh, I think the biggest yeah. loss isn't actually someone who's an outgoing signing. I think it might be Xavier Rowe. Despite the fact they've got Weeper and they've got Triple T and Cordy Zaratame, Rowe's a class player. And quite frankly, I don't think they'd lost anyone huge on the signings, possibly Tia Tia, but I don't think yep. he starts with them anyway.
1: Exactly. Like, um, I'd probably have to agree with you on Rowe because um, when we realistically look at everything, he was the dude that was picked over Atama backup we were off the bench for the playoffs Um it's clear that Rose the um, long term pick and Nuttima's looked at as an impact player I guess you know mm. yeah absolutely maybe, maybe Caleb Trask even though he's only signed a one year kind of loan deal in Japan yeah, oh, yeah, so
0: he, he was, started more often than not and I yeah, he kind of came into his own last season
1: so like, with Yowani out he kind of had a fair bit of time at fullback with Gatlin at 10 uh, even though Trask does consider himself to be a ten, I think they are still going to miss him.
0: Yeah, right, no, I would agree with that. Cause definitely, not many out and out tens, and not many out and out fullbacks in the side. Lots of guys that kind of cover there, like well, DMAC, Uarnie. They can kind of cover both. And
1: I mean, lots if we're really outside backs to cover fullback, <laughs> we have to be honest with ourselves. Gatlin's the only specialist ten. If yeah, he One. is. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Um, yeah.
2: Does he as start as good it? as
0: McKenzie is? For me, he's got to be. 15. like it's mm. just that good he does a job at 10, but he's so much better at 15 than 10. So
2: you're thinking McKenzie fullback and I'll be saying Gatlin is likely to start?
1: I mean... Max like will know more than I will. If we're looking at how the squad's named maybe Yawani's at 15 and McKenzie's at 10, like... Because when we look at the All Blacks death charts, it's a real confusing thing. Like McKenzie's ranked as this is the third choice for both 10 and 15 in the Foster era. I mean, look yeah. at misplayed and the Chiefs have named him as a 10. But with Gatland in there, do you really need to put McKenzie in the juicy? Yeah, yeah, I, I probably, don't think
0: so. You'd think Gatland's been good enough to at least probably get a shot at it. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, to at least start yeah. the season out and then Yuani off the pine because we all know what Yuani can do when he's on song. He can
1: light it up. But
0: yeah, yeah he's not been the most consistent player.
1: No, no, no. Um, being shifted around from Jersey to Jersey is just completely wrecked his career, hasn't I it? I think Ioane is more of a 10 than a 15, too. Same. Yeah.
0: Oh, I remember that season he played 12. Shocker, <laughs> eh?
1: Absolutely. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, what was Tony Brown thinking, putting Josh yeah. at 12 for the Highlanders, eh? It just wasn't great. Wasn't it? Great. Man. Wasn't yeah, it? it was nice.
0: yeah, I mean, I'm thankful for Ioane. He's at least out of that. I really thought he'd find a home at the Chiefs. I'm hoping he does this season, because. Just- I like him
1: as a player. We've got to uh, we've got to take injury into account as well, I guess, I eh? Like, um that's probably the reason it's happened with Gatlin at 10. Yeah, it's fair.
0: Yeah. We've talked to a lot of players already, but uh,
1: who are you guys forwards and backs to watch? Forward to watch. Maybe Josh Lord coming back from injury, maybe Ollie Norris, um He'll be real fired up after missing selection for the All Black 15. Oh, he did not seem happy when I spoke to him about it. Eh? He um seemed pretty gutted. So I'm gross, really That's a great that, shout, actually. I'm just hoping he's going to come in with a chip on his shoulder, and just start uh, tear up the opposing scrums and just want to um smash them with the rucks. They eh? just start bringing that aggression that every prop needs to bring. Yeah, I mean, I like those
0: shouts. I mean, I wouldn't add too many more. I'd want to chuck in uh, yeah. uh, Naitara as well. Yes. Another one of the Chief's four or five locks that could easily slot in and start between him, Rogelic, Lord, Vati. But I reckon he's, he's really good. And he can play with a bit Arc- of six yeah. too. Played a lot there for the steamers, so
1: With Arkoi able to cover six, like, I wouldn't mind it per se if Jacobson was to cover Kane at you know, seven then with Arkoi at six, you know? Maybe yeah. we will to see like... No Boshier on the bench. We'll see Jacobson 6, Kane 7, Sawakula 8. We'll see Arkoy at 20, maybe Lord at 19. I don't know. Yeah, there's a, a lot of potential of ways they could go about
0: it. I suppose Tupor played a lot of 6 last year too, so well,
1: it's actually, yeah, it's either a, way
0: they could rotate it.
1: It's a good thing to be able to scratch your head about, isn't it? You know. Yeah, it's definitely, definitely
0: the it's sort a, of problem, problem you want to have, to have as a coach, yeah, a, and I suppose yeah, for sure. you as a
2: fan. <laughs> no, definitely. Quiz. You got I think the other
0: guys to watch, Debbie,
2: in the forwards. Yeah, I think Josh Law definitely. I mean, still so young. I actually forgot that he's still only like twenty-two or something. But um, definitely him coming back, and I think the All Blacks. So he's already had a couple of appearances, isn't he? So I think he'd be on their radar if he performs, and I think he's going to be one to watch. I mean, I do think that that John Ryan is definitely one that I'm going to be watching. He's not obviously a young player, but I'll be watching him. So that 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 that'd be my choices uh, for the forwards.
0: What about the glory boys out the back?
2: Alex oh, Nankerville all the way, eh? Yeah. Yeah, he was class last year. God, he was good. I mean, yeah.
0: The whole country will be kind of watching to see if he can back it up. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Another guy in gonna... the whole country yeah. will be watching, I reckon, is Sean Stevenson. Mainly because of the form he had on that All Blacks 15 tour. He hasn't shown that sort of form and consistency at Super Rugby level yet, but if he can,
1: that'd be
2: exciting. That would be really good. Yep.
1: The whole thing about Nankivell, I've got a hot take, is that he's going to beat Roger Tilly vasashek Jack Goodhue, Brandon Enor to a spot for the All Blacks at the World Cup. Like, Goodhue after two knee injuries is going to have lost a lot of pace. Whereas you know Nankivell can come in, combine with Havili as Tasman teammate, combine with um, you know Alby as Chiefs teammate. If he can
2: stay injury free, I reckon he can. Well, alter. yeah. How does Enor still get in? <laughs> Last year, I didn't, I didn't agree with Enor being in, uh, but Nankivell's over him, surely, surely. Yeah, I've heard it's, worse shouts than what you've
0: given there, Max. Because, like you said, Enor he's he's had his chances. He never really looked like he demands an all-white jersey. Good Hughes' injuries have hit him, which is sad to see. And tuivasa Sheik again, he, he hasn't had his chances, but yeah, I mean, he it's not exactly lit it up, has he? No. I mean I think he might sure. still get in there but yeah Nagaville, I wouldn't mind saying.
1: <laughs> he just hasn't like made the most of them when he has been given them like I mean the the fact that he runs with with a crash ball in mind so often like it's why Northland beat Auckland last year it's why both centres got taken off against Japan last year and all mm-hmm. looked off the pace against Italy 2 years back as well like I mean you can't help but think it can you. Yeah.
0: I mean, there's usually a bolter that comes into the team. Maybe that'll be Nankerville this time around.
1: I reckon it can be because realistically, like, the bolter at wing, Mark Tilley, has probably already been capped, you know? Like, he's played two chess yeah. matches. Are any of the other wingers in the kanji ready? Um, yeah, you're not going to see anyone young, else. So I don't know about any wingers coming in.
0: The only mm. other potential would be they somehow give Listifying Anuku a proper chance. But again, yeah. he's been capped already. It's. it's him or Talia it's, would be uh, the, the bolters, or such.
1: Starting against England and Scotland, like even though there were only two Test matches, they were both massive Tests. Yeah,
0: yeah, and he did not put a foot wrong. So
1: actually, at least going into the first few games, you got to think he's got to have another shot for sure. It's a it's a funny one. The fact that it's always wingers that are being the bolters, but I think it's just going to have to be a centre this time, eh? Yeah. I mean, we've talked uh,
0: well, already, probably covered the key men. But if you had to pick one guy out of the side for your key guy, who would you guys go for? <sighs>
1: um, probably Peter Gasolakula, always solid for the Chiefs. Yeah, yeah. Last season so you
0: want to go out with a
1: bang.
2: Yeah, he'll be he'll be wanting to go out for the bang, all right. Yeah, definitely. I'm going um, Damian McKenzie personally. I just rate him very very highly in the in the backs for the Chiefs. So I'll be going Damian. You can pretty much swap the two of them around. Uh, they're both class for the Chiefs. Always have been. Yeah, I couldn't
0: really decide between two, which is unfortunate. Uh, I
1: had it down between TokiAho and
0: Alb. Yep. more because Alb, well, other than Nankerville, there's not really a lot of experience in the rest of the outside backs or midfield. So I reckon he's a pretty key cog, and Tokiago is just world class.
1: Maybe I'll swap my pick to Talkiaho at hooker. Yeah, again. fair enough, eh? Like um, best hooker in the country for sure. Um, I put him on the bench. For my world fifteen. I'll go whole I'll, I'll change my mind. I mean, it could back. be any of the
0: guys we mentioned there. Really, like the yeah, yep. Chiefs. They have a strong core.
2: Absolutely, mate.
0: Um, I suppose we'll go back over to Aussie. All right. I reckon we can touch reckon the Brumbies, usually the best Aussie yes. side. I think they've got an interesting few changes this season to talk
2: about. So, i keen to hear your guys' thoughts on the Brumbies. Oh, I think, um, yes, yeah, there's definitely some interesting changes. I think the coach is interesting. Oh, Stephen yeah, Larkham. Should we start with back. the best, best pickup? Might not even mm-hmm. be a player. Could very well be Stephen Larkham <laughs> on the coaching front. Oh, Dan McKellar's uh, back at the Baldy's duties. So, I think um, Stephen Larkham's a great pickup. Yeah. I did see that um, Jack Debrasini's is back at number 10, which is funny because I used to be a big fan of Jack Debrasini at the Rebels, although he wasn't that good. I actually thought he was quite good. Um, oh, yeah, I'm a big a fan lot, of him, but he's a lot younger. undoubtedly not going to set the world alight. Huge, huge bet on him, but, uh, yeah, not going to be the best signing I wouldn't have thought. But there isn't that many top signings um, from, yeah, in my opinion. What are, you, what are your guys' thoughts?
0: I'm kind of similar boat to you. I think Larkin's probably the best pick, but Tamati Tua, <laughs> I is an underrated player. Yeah. Of course, a Kiwi probably, going over there, uh, you don't
1: see. I'll probably have to go with Tua myself. You know, um, he's always looked good at Super Rugby level. He just hasn't had many opportunities, so fair enough for him yeah. to go into Aussie. It's more on the side of players who are going out where everything really sticks out. I yeah, race yeah i mean, Moves- a
0: notable um, guy coming in before that. It's probably Corey Toole. Hasn't oh, got yes. much Super Rugby chances, but he's an electric sevens player, so... Yes. Maybe he'll look the goods, but take us away with the losses, Max.
1: Yeah, back to the losses. Um, I asked some money to Clermont, Tom Banks to Honda Heat, Falafianga to the Force, Scott Seals to yeah. Exeter. I mean, they are going to be pretty big losses, but apart from those guys going, I mean, the Brumbies might be okay, considering Larkham mm-hmm. did used to be the coach before McKellar came in. So, Yeah Maybe I'd say the Brumbies.
0: apart was... from those guys, but those are yeah. four starters. <laughs> And mm. four pretty key cogs.
2: Yeah, and the good the good news is that Jesse Mogg is still on the side, so I think um, they'll be pretty good. <laughs> pretty pretty good. Oh, the bad news for Brumbies fans, though, is Jesse Mogg's probably going to have to
0: start. So,
2: Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it, de- it definitely is um, unfortunate that they've lost, yeah, the likes of Folau fighting gutter. Scott Seo, obviously, quite a big loss. Tom Banks, you know, he was class. Tough question, um, though.
0: Which of those four guys is the biggest if you had
2: to single Tom one Banks. out? Tom Banks, for me.
1: Feinger, um, I mean, like, Australia under Dave Rennie basically just chopped and changed the fullback every single week, whereas Scott Seale, even though I consider a depth chart to restart whenever a new coach comes in, I do think that Falau Fajangar yeah, will be quite a big loss. Like, But at least he's staying in Australia. Scott Seale off to England. It's okay, okay. though, because James Slipper, the Wallaby skip, is the number one. So, so I actually
2: great. think that um, they've also got Lachlan, Lachlan Lonigan, who I thought was actually quite handy last yeah, year. Yeah, so... I think he's really good. So I, I think he'll probably
1: yeah. start a hooker, okay, yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: I think Banks, like Toby said, probably the biggest for me. I think Simone's actually an underrated loss too. Like, Definitely. It's, it's probably not a bigger name as the other three, but I reckon yeah. he's kind of almost that glue in that midfield, but they'll replace him. They've still got a, a fairly handy midfield partner
2: as we'll talk about shortly. I do feel like they're going to rely quite heavily on Noah Lollisio, um remaining fit unless, of course, Jack Debreceni can retain some form from his old playing days for the Rebels. But yeah, Noah CEO is going to be pretty key, I think, in this side. Should we talk key player then and see your guy? I think he is. I think he's going to be, for me. Um, obviously, it's my choice.
1: South Africans will probably try to cancel me for it, but I'll say Nick White. <laughs> Yeah. As, oh, I said, yeah. my, um, as I said in my top 100 players in the world video, if an opposition halfback's annoying you, chances are they're pretty good. So I'll say yeah. Nick White. I, I, I mean, almost as that. a combo,
0: those two yeah. together are pretty key. Yeah. So you might well see them as the Wallabies 19 combo as well. So, Well, Ryan Lonergan's pretty
2: handy as a backup as well, isn't he? Yeah, that's He's for well. me
0: why I haven't put Nick White as my key because I think Lonergan's a good backup. I've actually chucked down between Valentini and Len Echitao.
2: Oh yeah, Valentini is a great shout Samu could um, possibly be one of them as well Peter Samu. Yeah,
0: Samu has looked good I didn't used to rate him super highly But
1: he is class now Yeah, He just gets better with time Um, You could probably apply the same comments to Ellen a la tour
0: Yeah Definitely. I mean uh, uh, Fords to watch, what do you guys think? Talk the big names Are there any kind of flying slightly under the radar You reckon might be good I can chat your mind first what we think I reckon Nick Frost and Jerome Brown Are two yeah, I was fairly say handy operators Frost has definitely got a big future Probably for the Wallabies
1: The thing I- for me is I'm still debating between the two I might just go for Nick Frost As, um, as tall timber is incredibly Hard to find You know yeah. I'll go for Nick Frost to watch um, I think he's got a bit of potential Why not?
2: I agree. Yeah, no, Frost right. is definitely up and coming. I mean, a lot of the names in this side, particularly in the forwards, already have decent experience, and some, a lot of them, are obviously Wallaby Caps as well, but I know Darcy Swain's already a, a Wallaby, but I do actually, I was, he's a bit, his discipline's sometimes a bit poor, but I think, um, well, a lot of the time poor, but uh, if, if he can get that under control, he's pretty good, and I think he's going he's gonna to offer something pretty important for the Brumbies this year. But yeah, discipline will be key. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he's just lock, almost
0: plucked straight out of the amateur area. Just loves all the hard stuff, doesn't he? He's almost got the discipline of the amateur area too, which is
2: unfortunate. Yeah, yeah. he's pretty tall, so yeah, no, definitely.
0: Uh, In the backs, we already talked about mine. Ryan Lonigan don't need to talk too much more, but handy player, handy goal kicker. You guys got Mm. anything different? Is
1: Ollie Sapsford going to be eligible for them soon? Like. Yeah, so must he be lived far for, away. He left for Western Australia when he was a teenager, but he's also played sevens for the All Blacks, he's played for Hawks Bay since 2019, and in 2016 he had a season for Mid Canterbury, like, I'm not 100% sure if Sapsford will be eligible or not, you know, so I'm not 100% sure if I should say he's a player to watch, Yeah, because okay. I'm kind of confused about his eligibility, he's been like, really, really good for us here in Hawks Bay, but is he eligible? I like the shout. I'm to find out, man. I want to find out. You know, like someone just tell us if he is on not, eh? Is my answer.
0: yeah. It's hard to know. He didn't get many minutes last year, but so
1: I don't like. Yeah. I don't mind that shout. It's one that kind of flew under the radar. Yeah, like the the door's not shut. He is still 27. Like he could still play a couple tests. Um, with Iray Simone gone, maybe it's his chance. You know. Yeah, yeah,
0: maybe they will need another person in their midfield to.
2: Um, I think you're right before, Ben. I'd, I'm pretty keen to see what Corey Tool brings to the um, to the team. I'm not sure how much game time he's going to get, but you had a, you know, Tom Banks, Cam Clark are gone, so I think um, he might get a chance. And like you said, from a sevens perspective, he's pretty good. So hopefully, Maybe he'll he gets see
0: a... Tom Wright go to fullback and then Corey Tool get a shot on the wing. That'd be nice. Yep. I mean, it's going to get a Jesse Mogg from having to start week in, week out. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Oh well, I love it. Eh?
0: Maybe if we were ten years ago, Jesse Mogg starting week in week out's a good option.
2: Yeah, nail a couple of fifty-five meter kicks. He's quite good at that, isn't he? Well, he was oh, back in the
0: day. Right, um,
2: trip here back to New back Zealand.
1: Today. Yeah, to the um, We've Blues. Only got yeah. one team left. Unfortunately,
0: blues. it's the Blues. Oh Hopen well, to avoid talking about them for as long as possible, but here we are. Here we are. Best signing. What are you guys thinking?
1: I mean, you have to go for Tui Polosho. Yeah, he's getting the close to 50 tests. Former captain of the team, two meters tall, big, big unit. I mean, now that Carl Tuionu wafi has gone, he's probably the heaviest All Black. He's a he's a unit. Eh? Like he's just he hits those rucks so hard. He's surprisingly fast for a dudes at this thirty and weighs that much. Like second Rugby World Cup upcoming. Um, with Patrick tui Polotu being so experienced, I think it's definitely possible that he can make it to a second Rugby World Cup. I guess it's just a question of um his Super Rugby form, how good it's going to be, as he didn't quite get the opportunities he needed last year due to injury and his Japan stint. Yeah,
0: yeah, no, it's, it's only really him, isn't it? There's no real other huge notable signings. The only other person they've kind of brought in that might be something in a few years is Caleb Tongitau hasn't played much fifteens yet if any, but he's a big unit and looked pretty handy on the seventh circuit. So maybe two or three years down the line you might see a bit of him, but
1: probably yeah, exactly. not this season. Rob Rush has um got some decent size, but he's unlikely to get minutes with Papali'i, Satutu, Signa, and um Yoani. So uh, hold down those four loose forward jerseys with Signa coming off the bench, eh? Yeah, Signa's the
2: the the four to watch for me, mate, as always as it was last year. <laughs>
3: it's
0: going to be there
2: every year until he retires. <laughs>
3: nah, I think
0: oh, I, I think have going, going to the biggest be... losses, I reckon, because for me, the, well, the best signing Patrick to your who goes hand-in-hand hand with the biggest loss for me, which is Luke Romano. Yeah. You're replacing experience with experience, really. Romano was not someone I thought would have that big of an impact on the Blues, but he really did. He just yeah. brought that mongrel, that leadership to the pack, and... He will be missed, but Tui Piloto will be
1: a very adequate replacement, to
0: say the least. Yep.
1: With um, Romano not really getting too much game time for the Crusaders over the last few years, I guess his body was still in good enough, Nick, for one more season, so yeah. he was able to make up for a bit of lost game time with the Blues that he didn't yeah. quite have for the Crusaders for a few years in a row, eh?
0: Absolutely, and, you're right. and he certainly made the most of it, probably going out at the right time from his perspective.
1: Oh, definitely. Especially touch on Josh Good, who
0: you're leaving there. as well, his locking partner.
2: Yeah, big <laughs> loss.
1: Yes, Tom Robinson's just going to be stepping into jersey number five with Tui Pilotsu at four. Because going to have to, isn't he? Sam Derry probably just needs a few more years to be a real standout. Yeah, James
0: Tucker looked good last year, but I'm not convinced he's the option long term.
1: Yeah, like he's a strong, strong carrier, but at 28 years old, I mean going back overseas is a possibility for him, you know? Like yeah, maybe absolutely. He He's kind time. of had
0: a stint. He played he in his Aussie team. for a bit, didn't he? So
1: Yeah. He yes. played for the Brumbies, played for um, Zebra in Italy. So, as I said, like joining his brothers in the USA is completely possible.
0: You guys got any other losses to talk about? Or should we go on to Ford's watch so Toby can talk more seigner <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> Um... Yeah, I think you've nailed the, the, the top ones. Good you, Romano, obviously retiring. So, yeah.
1: Tui Nukuwafi probably went at the right time as well. Like,
2: after yeah, having yeah. that back
1: surgery, he just didn't look like he was the same player. And with, um, you know, Ethan Nagrunt coming up, I think Tui Nukuwafi saw the writing on the wall, you know? yeah,
2: He's yeah. taking the money.
1: and made think a smart it's, decision. A smart For move, sure. yeah. exactly. Considering he was a security guard at, like, 21, then an All Black at 25. He yeah. definitely um, wasn't going to try and overstay his welcome because he didn't yeah. see himself as this high-profile celebrity. He just saw himself as this normal dude who worked in security that ended up making the All Blacks because he wanted to lose a bit of weight.
3: Yeah,
0: he'll go down <laughs> as one of the great All black stories and he's leaving at just the right time to continue that sort of legacy as a, no of a cult hero. Yeah. Uh, forwards to watch for me, Toby talk Signer. I'm going to talk uh, Tane Plumtree. Only played one game, I believe, last season, but scored a brace on it. And a guy who might not see much game time with all the blokes next talked about before, but if he does, I think he could make the most of it.
1: Forward to watch for me. Um, quite hard to pick one, but, you know, the door is open for Josh Um, After just one Super Rugby game, he's got a full-time deal. Big unit. Um, didn't look too out of place on his debut last year. He's young now that he's got a full-time deal. Hopefully, we'll see um, him announce himself as one of the futures of New Zealand rugby. I mean, good props are so hard to come by, man. So hopefully,
2: he's um, going to have a good crack at things. Yeah, good shout. Yeah, good shout. I mean, I, uh, I've already spoken about Cigna. I do think he's if he gets the game time required, or probably off the bench, as you said, Max, um, but he will get some game time. And I think if he can impress with turnovers, which he has proven that he can do in the past, especially with Tasman, it will be great. It's funny. Last year, I, I don't think I I put uh, this person as my forward to watch, but maybe one of my key players. I said Kurt Eklund, Eklund and and Ben said uh, Ben sort of oh, yeah, gave me a bit of a, talk about that. It gave me a bit of strife. He said it was a interesting choice uh, to say the least, and turned out to be quite a good choice. So not so necessarily
0: no, yeah. rewind to that. I believe you said that he was like one of the best hookers in New Zealand
1: or something ridiculous. <laughs> he's very, very good. He just, Which, um, yes. He's just a bit old to make his test debut because he had so many injuries as a young man, you know? Yeah. He, he yeah just, you're he, right, though. He is a, a very run. good player for the Blues. He, yeah. he had a horror run of them. Yeah. To put it bluntly, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Once again, though, he is going to be a pretty key cog for the Blues. The fact he kept Ricky Riccatelli from pretty much getting no minutes just shows you that the Blues have a lot of trust in him.
1: Yeah, I mean Sawani Vikenna basically didn't even get on the park last season, and yeah, made his debut for them at nineteen. One of the most promising prospects at Hooker outside of you know the Bells, the Thompsons, but he just can't get on the paddock because Eklund's just so necessary for them to do what they do around the pitch. You know,
0: yeah. Mm. Yeah, nothing flash but he does everything he needs to exactly like he needs to like that's his yeah. line outs hits the rucks not a bad ball carrier so.
1: next to watch maybe i'm gonna say mark talia as we were talking about before like the context of those two tests he played i'm gonna say it once again massive the dude eats meters um he's he's surprisingly heavy for a dude of his stature has a good step. So, so class under the high ball. Huge work rate off the ball as a defender. Decent boot as well. Like, he just looks like a test-level winger. And I yeah. want to see him start in the eleven jersey for the World Cup with Jordan at 14.
0: I'm pretty sure a fair bit of the country is probably whizzy on that one, actually.
3: Yeah, I've, I've gone for a, a fellow well.
0: winger as my back-to-watch. A guy yeah. who's... Probably not going to start, at least until there's an injury, but he showed you can cover the midfield too. It's AJ Lamb.
3: Yeah, good definitely shot.
0: not the same as his brother Ben, definitely not the powerhouse wigger like he was, but he's just handy. Mm. He just kind of goes under the radar and doesn't look like he should be achieving much, but every time the ball comes his way, he just makes meters, finishes well. So I think he's a good player.
1: I mean, Lamb is essentially just. Um a ben lamb light that aj lamb he's not as big yeah. he remains powerful bit more of a distributor doesn't really go mia on defense as often as his brother did you know yeah definitely deserved his all blacks 15 selection like and you can see that um that being a professional athlete means so much to him like i watched um his debut at eden park me and my wife were on the way we saw him driving into the stadium ahead of his debut he looked so so nervous um and you just see the passion he plays with on the pitch, man. Um, it means that yeah. we for him
2: to be in this position, eh?
0: It's great to yeah. hear those sort of stories about the players too, the things you don't see. So.
2: Mm. Yeah, definitely. I'm going to go for, um, I think this is the player that you may have mentioned last year, Ben, I'm not sure actually, but Zion Sullivan. I, I think he won't get his like, starting time because if they're going to go for the, the Pera Feta and Barrett combo potentially, but... He might get some decent time off the pine, so um, keen to see what what else he can offer. offer. He's pretty young, of course, so I'll be watching him.
0: Yeah, another one who must have been two years ago, he was talked about as definitely a future All Black and then had a few injuries last season, but still Mm. got a lot of potential there. His left boot is immaculate.
2: Lethal,
1: I just um almost see Zahn Sullivan come back from injury so bad. Like I yeah. reckon he probably would have beaten Stevenson to the All Blacks fifteen, had he not been injured in the first place. And, yeah, um, I'm I think, really really hoping he comes back strong.
0: I think yeah. it might be a big call, but I think if he's not injured last season, Purifitted doesn't become an All Black. Mm. Yeah,
1: maybe.
3: Yeah,
1: it's food for thought. That's for sure, Ben. Um, circumstances have big impacts on certain players' careers, doesn't it? You know, I mean, is one of my favorites, so it kind of hurts to say that. But
2: you
0: never know. But Do you they think they will not... go
2: with the? They probably would go for the Barrett Perifetta yeah, combo I this mean, year. With how well
0: it worked last year, it yeah. would be silly to go away from the Barrett Parrifet axis. But like you said, if Sullivan can stay injury 3 he'll definitely be pushing for a spot off the bench. Yep. Key Those player. Back
2: over to Aussie then, aren't we? Well, how with... many teams left? <laughs> Did we do we we sort of decided that key player for the blues, haven't we? I guess oh, after yeah, I all conversation, that conversation. I mean, yeah, we've probably named half of them anyway, so let's be honest. Actually, but yeah,
0: for me if I had to choose one, I'd go Rico Yuani.
2: Yeah.
1: There's nobody else, so you have to um go towards for key player, is there? Rico just he's a freak, man, with Lucan Yoam um, injured most of last year. There was really no other choices aside from Yoani and Gail Fiku for the thirteen Jersey Yeah. The dude's yeah. a freak.
0: 100%, Agreed. and like you said on you know, on your page the other day, 100% he is a center nowadays. You yeah. Yeah. could cover Wig if you needed to, but yeah, he's a, he's a
1: center. All the people who um want him to go back to wing, they simply just don't understand that he's a 25-year-old mammoth of a man. He's not the slim, skinny, yeah. 19-year-old kid who first debuted for the All Blacks anymore. He's just a proper weapon on attack and defense now with yeah, some good. Key
0: trait good of wingers work. nowadays is their positioning in the backfield, their ability under a high ball more than anything else. And yep. I'm not convinced Yoani has ever had that as his best trait. He's just a powerhouse of ball in hand.
1: Mm. It's
0: pretty solid one on one tackler nowadays too. And not a bad distributor anymore either. So keep him in that midfield.
1: And the thing is like if you are shifting him back to wing, there's all that crappy is to relearn. What's the point of it? Like yeah. when he's such a lethal strike runner, you just want him getting as much ball as possible, don't you?
0: 100% yeah. Before we move on From the Blues I was going to say There is an argument And probably a pretty Big argument To put Dalton As your key man too yeah. Definitely the key man In the pack But yeah He's, off, he's, off.
1: he's the captain like, You can't Get yeah. away from him I just oh, I captain. couldn't
0: move on From them without Mentioning his name
1: Yeah. So what Aussie team Are we going to go to next um, Which ones haven't we covered I think we've already oh, own... I've got the Reds And Force left I think that
0: might yeah, be Just found it red. actually Just the Reds
2: and the Force So yeah. tell
0: me who Are we going to do first
2: yeah, let's go to Perth, eh? Let's do the fourth. Um, oh, yeah. Shocker, who would have guessed it? One of my faves, of course. Not the most you know, consistent team or top-performing teams, but some good signings. They are the
0: Highlanders of the Australian
2: region. They, they, they are. certainly are. They're the battlers of Australia. Always have been. Yeah. Um, unjustifiably kicked out of Super Rugby a few years ago. Now brought back in. But
1: Nothing but facts there, mate. Nothing but facts, Toby, honestly.
2: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but, nonetheless, they are back. Two really good signings, in my opinion, for me. Uh, I mean, obviously, you got Folau and Gar, which we mentioned before. Oh, I think Chase Teotier is a great signing for the force because he will get he will get game time, a lot of it as well. So, I think, um, for me, it's Folau and Fahengar. Close second would be Chase Tiertier.
1: Yeah, I like Hamish that show. Stewart's a, um, Hamish Stewart's a good signing as well, though. Like um, He's a 10, but he can make some massive hits. I remember back in like 2019... Everyone said he was the future of Australian rugby until little got <laughs> turned up. Yeah, Stuart, oh. I really want to see him make that 10 jersey his own. Eh? I think.
0: Yeah, I think he's great an under the radar signing. Played a lot yeah. of twelve for the Reds as well. He almost, mm. almost one of the, almost made it at jersey his own at points. So. And he Take played
1: eighty-one games in as well. Like that's massive for a dude yeah. who's still twenty-four.
0: Another former <laughs> Red on. they picked up too, Bryce Higgerty. Yeah, I was going to say that kind a similar vein. Uh, Bit of the under the radar tight signing, but you know, Hegarty and Stewart are both solid and not going to let you down.
2: Decent, <clears> I mean, <throat> their number 10 options are actually reasonably decent now. Like, you know, Bryce Haggerty, Bailey Quinzel, uh, Hamish Stewart, you got Pasitura in now as well, who was reasonably good last year. So, not bad yeah. options now, I would have thought. But, um, yeah. I should also mention Michael Wells from the Rebels. I actually, like I said before, I thought he was pretty good for the Rebels, one of their better players last year. I think he's doing himself. A good service but going to the force is probably a in my opinion a better better team culture and i think he'll get really good game time as well yeah. so we'll see what he brings i'd and- argue the
0: force think- are some of the best recruiters in the comp actually like they never
2: yeah. go for the
0: big name players but everyone they do they know is just going to come in and do a job and fit the culture so i reckon yeah they're pretty smart operators in terms of their business
2: yeah, yeah. um yeah, so that's probably my top picks, unless anyone else has any differing comments, Ben? Any other comments? No, on- I
1: mean,
0: we've touched on all of them, really. Unless you got anything, Max? No,
1: no, those are, um, those are perfect shouts from Toby about the force. Um, is definitely going to be the best forward they've signed. Key player in the forwards, I'll say Isaac Rotter, um, has the height to dominate for the Wallabies. I think that um, Eddie Jones will be pretty keen to give him a recall. As he um will have a bit more of an open mind after his northern experience, fair few test caps, though they're going to be missing uh Jeremy Thrush, Greg Holmes, um Lee Warner, Kahui Godwin. Like they got some really good signings. They have it's- lost a lot of players, but right. a lot of them were
0: kind of almost needing as a similar frame at that point in time. So exactly, I think
2: um yeah, I think yeah a lot of them obviously retire or are quite old. I think for me the biggest loss is the force legend Kyle Godwin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, gave a lot to that side I think culturally he'll be a huge loss I wouldn't be surprised if we'll see him back later um, in his career he's 30 yeah he
0: from, seems to come back
2: yeah but, um, but um, yeah he's gone so I think probably be for me the biggest maybe Jake McIntyre as well he was a, um, number 10 option but yeah
0: I reckon Lee Warner's a big loss too, like Max mentioned. I reckon he was... Mm-hmm. I mean, the yep. guy played blindside and lock. He was a bruising figure,
1: so I'll miss him as well. Him day. Like, he just had a lot of power. Yeah.
0: I wouldn't <laughs> mind to seeing him get a few wallaby caps. Neither. Solid. Old... I mean, old key um, players, Max, kind of...
1: Oh, you can touch on your loss first, sorry. <laughs> I just wanted to uh, I just wanted to say Manasa Mata-Eli how he's going to be such a key player. Like, um, yeah. the test for Fiji now... Electric with ball in hand, and um, he's he definitely, definitely sorry seems to be enjoying himself over in Australia with the culture and stuff. Marta Ellie just comes onto the pitch to have fun these days, and he just um really enjoys it when he's on the pitch, doesn't he?
0: Yeah, yeah. and I mean he gets us to enjoy watching too because yeah, he's another one of those
1: players who just makes things happen.
2: Just and three, um, he? I should also mention a new coach for the tire uh, for the force as well, um Simon Cron who used to be the coach for Toyota Viblitz in Japan and also was the assistant for the Warriors a few uh, years ago. So let's see what he can do maybe as well. Um, but yeah, definitely Mata Eli. Was like probably like the
0: exact sort of CV uh, horse coach would have, assistant. Yeah, to the, <laughs> assistant Waratars as in, coach in Japan. Japanese.
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, Mata Eli definitely, definitely going to be one of their key players, I think. Um, but for me, yeah. key player, well, yeah, Keith. Board would be Kaitu, Phility Kaitu'u, who's the captain as well. So Do you think yeah, he'll pretty... start over Fianga? Um, I, I don't know, but he's he's kind of been named the oh. captain, I think, so I'm not sure how that works. But other captain options would be um, Michael Wells as well, so I think they might change the captaincy potentially to accommodate Fianga, unless he's the captain. Yeah, I reckon
0: whoever plays at Hooker, Fianga, or Kaitu, they'll be key alongside Rodder, because set piece is a huge thing and
1: Whichever yeah, one of those starts, let's be realistic. That's gonna be the captain, eh? I, yeah, I think, you'd so. think so. Yeah. I think so. Just a classic um one two punch like older Ash Dixon and Liam
2: Coltman for your highest yeah. of
1: the day, eh boys. Absolutely.
2: <laughs> um yeah, any other comments? I mean there's was? not
0: too many other forwards of note, really. I think Bo Ebra is one for the future, possibly, probably not Wallaby Gold, but he's a pretty handy operator in the front row. And then Tim Anstey, I'm waiting for the day he'll yeah. burst into life. I, I say this every season, that Tim Anstey's going to do something. Maybe this will be the season.
2: Have they got Madrano still? Ah, uh, yep. cool, so yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah, they do. Yes. True.
1: Yeah. No, he's always going to be a good pick for them. Martin. Always solid for Los Pumas when he gets the call up. I love seeing him there again.
2: Yeah. So I think he'll be yeah, up I've there. have had
0: a few Argentines in Australia, which is... I mean, kind of surprising. Cabelli, Madrano, Miotti at the Force as well.
2: Yeah, the Force have had a few interesting picks over the years. They've probably had the most interesting picks out of all the Australian teams in terms Ceci of like...
0: Just, running the cutter for them. Yeah, the
2: Eberson, really, yeah. Um, Obviously Peter Grant
0: played for them too, didn't he? He did <laughs> for a few years. Yeah, yeah they yeah. have had some interesting had international flavour.
2: Serious, serious yeah, talent. Chase Tieti, I think, is a pretty cool pick, to be honest with you, because he knows that he'll go over there and get guaranteed game time let's be honest yeah i reckon he might
0: be like another mutter alley just enjoying his footy
1: over there pretty much yeah. yeah i mean that's pretty much the reason that Tia, Tia came to hawks bay as well he just wanted to um have a good time off the field and on the field play with a attacking team you know
2: yeah just the type of player that Tia, Tia is and
1: teams with um that high volume of attack always have good cultures off the field
2: don't they <laughs> yeah, yeah the absolutely absolutely Force have a great culture, apparently. I feel like it's a great team. Like, to I can only play imagine for.
0: the uh, trips back from an away game with the Force would be <sighs> something bold.
2: Yeah, well, they travel the best. I think they travel the most. So, like, yeah, all the all the banter that goes along with it. Yep. Um, yeah, you guys have we... got
0: any more Force to touch on before we go over to Queensland? I don't think so. No, nah, not right. not over back. to your home state then, Toby. Your team over oh, to, to the
2: the home state Reds. Um, uh, the Reds, yeah. There's not many signings to talk about. The one thing for me would be Luke Jones. Um, he's got a lot of experience. Probably, yeah, he's actually got heaps of experience with, with um, yeah. the Rebels back in the day, so I think he's going to be a pretty key signing. He was over in France, so we'll see how he goes.
0: Yeah, I mean, he's the standout signing, isn't he? He's going to replace the guy who we'll talk about who's left in a second, but he's a yeah. very he's experienced left, campaigner. Um,
1: Definitely have to discuss Penny Ravai as well. Yeah, he is he like an electric ball carrier. Massive for Fiji. Um, as I said before, props are very hard for them to come by. Perhaps he'll be um, finding himself getting a recall if he can stand out for the Reds with um, Tupo out for the season.
0: Yeah. I bet the Drill would have, m- have minded picking him up yeah, in a yeah, yeah. year or
1: two because he is a quality operator. No question about that. Losses, though. Alex Murphy heading off to the Rebels, that will hurt. He's a massive mm-hmm. man. Lukan Salakai Lotto going away. The fact that Australian rugby are losing guys like him know. and Angus yeah. Young speaks volumes to um, the way rugby Australia are mismanaging contracts, though, eh? Yeah, oh, Salakai definitely. Lotto
0: is a yeah. big loss, particularly for the Reds, and at least for the Wallabies. but he still should be in that sort of Wallaby setup.
2: Yeah. I, I do I, I do fear that eventually Australia is going to move to the South African model where you can play overseas and still play for the Wallabies because they just cannot yeah. compete otherwise. But when that happens, Super Rugby is probably going to be done for Australia, I think, potentially. I, I think I wish, yeah. Super Rugby is already kind of dying, is it, as if we're honest? Yeah. yeah. Just, the money's just too great overseas and they can't retain it. But yeah. like you said, these sort of guys can't be leaving the Wallabies, but they are. So, mm. yeah, huge losses. I mean, Hamish Stewart, we already touched on him. But to... Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, Hamish Stewart, decent loss for them. I mean, James O'Connor wasn't looking flash in the last season, so I'm not sure it's going to go with the um, number 10 options. we got Lawson Crichton as well. I think he played a couple of games last season. Yeah, he played one or
0: two. they got Tom Liner as well, who I don't think has played yet, but definitely comes from rugby heritage.
2: Tell you what, I think um Jock Campbell was looking pretty flash last year, so let's have a, let's see what he can bring yeah, to the we table. we backs
0: with. to watch then, cuz Jock Campbell's definitely one of
2: them. Uh, he's mine, I think. He's um definitely one to watch. He was he's up and coming and I think he's going to make that Wallabies team um yeah. some more this year.
0: Yeah, for me it's Jock Campbell and Jock Campbell v2 Josh Fluke, so those are my two <laughs> yeah. backs to watch.
1: With Eddie Jones back in as Wallabies coach though, he does seem to like his league converts. Like we saw with Ben Teo over in England. We saw with Denis Solomona, who um, went yeah. to the Hollanders last year. Um, the door won't be shut in Suliasi Volnivalu um, with Eddie Jones and his coach. So I reckon he could um, be a surprise package. He's still 26. Like he's not crazy old.
0: Yeah. He's still Sire, got a lot to offer.
1: Asami, good um, yep. midfield combo those two too. Definitely, Isami
0: can... in particular. He is one you wouldn't yeah. want to get on the wrong side of. No, no way. I reckon he's he's a pretty key fixture for the Wallabies, and Pataille will be interesting to see where they play, and they played a lot of 15 last
3: year.
1: Yeah. Maybe he could go to 15, potentially, because James O'Connor definitely doesn't have the pace anymore.
0: Yeah. Pataille just seems destined for that Wallabies
2: 23 jersey, I reckon.
1: Key player has to be Tate McDermott for the team, though. Has to be. No question.
2: Yeah, he's definitely up there. I think um, Tani Alatupo is an option, but he's a wee bit, wee bit underrated, uh, overrated. Sorry, in, in certain scenarios, but he's yeah. up there. But I think for yeah, for in terms of overall leadership of the team, Tate McDermott's yeah, got to McDermott. be up
0: there. And I think O'Connor, as much as he's not been as the best, he's still a key man because yep. like yeah, see, Crawton's their only other real option at ten, and he's mm-hmm. not exactly a household name. And and O'Connor, what about, when um, he's good, he's very good, but he just he wasn't last year. What about Fraser McWright? Yeah, I think he's their best player which yeah. in a team with as many good players as they had, I think McRae might well be one of their best. I, th-
2: I think I agree with you. Harry Wilson's obviously been favoured in the, the Willbys from time to time as well, so he's probably out there. But I think out of those two, Fraser right definitely takes the cake. But, yeah, there's some great options for the Reds. I'm not sure about them, though, in terms of overall rankings. Obviously, we'll talk about them shortly, but I'm still yeah, undecided. players they-
0: in the pack to talk about? <laughs> um... And I've got the same guy I mentioned last year, Siru Uru. I think yeah. he must be closing in on Wallaby's eligibility, and I think when he does, he, he might want a cap or two.
1: Yeah. Definitely, I'm um, going to get a few caps, I'd say. He's um pretty strong, that dude. Um, I'd fear him if I was running up against him, I, eh? I would yeah. not want to get tackled by the man, eh? Stuff yeah, that Yeah.
0: Makes it a pretty lethal trio if they can manage to fit him, Wilson, oh, right in there. I don't know how they go about doing that, but if they can
1: has To be Uru at six, um, yeah, I'd think so. Wright at seven, Wilson at eight, but then again, Liam Wright is still captain, I believe, so maybe he'll yeah. be at six. Don't
0: know. Either way, someone will come off the bench, and whether it's Wilson or yeah. Uru, they're gonna offer
1: a lot. Yeah, hopefully it's um Wilson because I think Uru is probably a better player if we're being completely honest with ourselves.
0: Yeah, yeah which seems weird to say because well, two years ago, Wilson was the future.
1: I think yeah, still yeah. potentially
0: could be, but it's just kind of plateaued a bit last year.
1: I think Wilson probably just got a bit too excited at how quickly he progressed, eh, and it's mm. kind of lost his fighting spirit.
0: But, uh, any more Reds chat before we have we look at sort of overall predictions?
1: Um,
2: no, I think it covers all of it for me. Um, like I said, I'm pretty undecided with the Reds in terms of performance. Like I probably like I was last year, to be honest. Although maybe a wee bit more. I think last year we sort of said that the Reds would be the best team. They weren't. The Brumbies were, oh, but fairly decided on
0: what I think the Reds will be this year. We'll get to yeah, them and okay. see.
2: But no, that's all the comments from me. So so I'm trying to run through
0: the table. Should we oh, yeah. go through just twelve down to one and see who we think will finish roughly where? Yep. All right. I suppose we will start with the wooden spoon. Who do you think is going to take that? Who wants to kick the us rebels? Off?
2: Oh, I've said the rebels. I've said the rebels. It's have
0: um, um, Gone controversially, potentially, have gone Moana. I I don't know if they will. I don't know who. I don't want to see it, but
2: yeah. Yeah, I don't, I disagree with that. Just, I, the Rebels have never performed. Their culture seems out of whack and they've lost, they lost four blatantly key players. I haven't replaced them with that much quality. So I think it's got to be them. Don't get me wrong. I'm
0: not going to fight you on that one. Rebels last. I'm (laughs) not disagreeing with. I can get
1: behind it it has to be the rebels i'm not even gonna say anything else i'm just gonna say i agree with toby and that's it for me
0: <laughs> yeah i think the battle for the bottom three between Moana drew and rebels will be fairly tight and i'm hoping the rebels finish well and truly bottom of
1: that but we'll see yep same here what about uh
0: 11 you guys thinking um thinking
1: probably the drua um yeah that just- is don't have a crazy amount of depth in the um, hooker or the prop as usual. And we all know rugby's one up front. Like It's going to be a pretty tough time for them as well without the players like Habosi yep. and uh, Ratave, for example. They might find it a bit tough. But the benefit that their national team's going to get out of it, I think will outweigh their placing on the table at the end of the day. Absolutely. I
0: agree with exactly what you have said there. <laughs> They'll show flashes just like last year. They'll probably tip a few people up, but only the set pieces where rugby's one and they just don't quite have the depth or quality in those areas yeah. yet but yeah, it's the big thing the future is bright for them yeah, yeah.
2: absolutely mate I've gone 11th for Drew as well um, I was tossing up between Moana and Drew because I know that Drew was sort of fighting Moana for those spots last season and and they probably took the edge but this time Moana's going to step up they've, in my opinion I've, I think they've, they've managed to retain all their, all their key players in fact they haven't lost really that many so um, I think you raise a very good point there, actually. The, that their culture me. is going to be really good because they're tight knit. You know, they haven't lost that many key players. So I think um, hopefully they'll build upon their couple of couple of great wins last year and get a few more this time. So I'm going to go Drew or 11th.
0: Well, we're in agreement with that one. And tell you what, your points you make with mine are actually not losing anyone makes me almost want to swing them up a bit.
1: I guess we'll say that um, I think the Reds are going to come 10th and that. In that case, then I think the Reds um have got a bit too many international players in their back line, um, whereas they don't really have enough on the forward pack, like Campbell, Dalgunu, v- Vulnivalu, Paisami, Pataia, O'Connor, McDermott. Like, I kind of have the feeling that they're going to have almost a numberless back line like the Highlanders did last year and it's going to bite them in the bum. They'll have a lot of knock-ons because... They'll all know each other, but they're not going to be familiar with any one position on the pitch.
0: Yeah. I can kind of get behind that, actually.
1: Like,
0: I thought I was being relatively harsh with where I put the Reds, but yeah, tenth. And I can see them falling from grace this season. I don't know if I can see them falling to tenth, but I do see them falling down from what they have been, so I can't argue too much.
1: I mean, with Tupo gone as well, we know is good, but is he, is he going to step up to be that good? I don't know you know man yeah i mean my teams have
0: got the rebels for kind of reasons we discussed just before quite frankly they're dreadful and 10th is as high as they're going to finish and i don't think they're likely to finish them but (laughs) yeah that's if they perform at
2: their best toby who are you thinking i have put um the mauna pacific at 10 and i think they could be high potentially but I sort I'm denied with the, the Reds as same as as Max, but I have put Moana at ten in this case.
1: Right, On to ninth. Who you got, Max? Yeah, I'm gonna go for Moana at nine. Um we just keep talking about the fact that they've only got one new signing, which is um Fa I I think that's how you say his surname. Um the only major absences will be Solomon Carter and Henry Timo Stowers, but the loose forwards, even though he was their best player, their MVP for last year, they do at least have some decent players, like Sione Tewipelotu, Jack Lamb, and Lotu Benisi I think we can trust them. Tawala and Taifu, as well as Aomua, they can kind of cover the midfield as well. Outside backs, I think they're going to definitely settle with Tava Tava Nawai Formati, and um, Havili in the outside backs, with obviously Leah Wheeler, McClatchy, Lilia Fano covering the 10 jersey, and, you know, up front at prop, they've got Toongafasi back. They've got some decent locks this time around. Um, Curry can also cover lock probably, so I think they can do it as they've spent the last year building a team culture. Now they're going to try build that team culture into victories, I guess. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, like you said, I think the big thing's going to be that set piece again, much like the drawer,
0: and their set piece is probably in a better shape than... The drillers is so you'd like to think they can push them a bit further up the table.
2: Yep, I've gone um, Reds in the ninth place, so sort of opposite to Max, but yeah, Reds for ninth, just below that playoff top eight. Which I just on a side note, I think it's a bit silly that the top eight teams get to go to the playoffs, it should be six, in my opinion. Yeah, it's but it's ridiculous, yeah. that's a whole nother conversation. Why is it eight out of
0: 12 teams at playoffs? Yeah. It's just it's frankly wrong. Oh, yeah. I would just um, go
1: for four. Do the classic semi-finals thing. Of like, yeah. honestly, eh? yeah. yeah, honestly, that it's is quite, complicated. Because um, like the players who, the teams rather, who are like three, three to six, they kind of get the unfair advantage of having the momentum, whereas the top two have a week off. Yeah, 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 exactly. Just, exactly. Just make, make it play. as
0: even of a playing field as you can. You have to really fight for all the games throughout the season, not just be able to drop a whole lot and still make the playoffs like the whole thing was last year exactly Uh, my ninth is I was tossing up between the reds and the force one of them's gonna just just scrape into the playoffs one of them's gonna just miss out I've got down on my list is the force just missing out but I would not be surprised to see the reds there okay we've kind of talked a lot about the force already if they turn up and perform then they'll be up there if they play like they are on paper then they'll probably finish ninth but
2: They've got, to win, they've got to win games away, that's the key thing. They've got to yeah, win games at away. At home they are a tough side to beat. They will
0: pick up results at home, but yeah, away's always been their struggle. Uh, um, eights, what do you think? Eighths
1: For ninth I'll go for the force. Um Yeah, like Minasa Matsueli the only test cap player in the backs. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty accurate comments about them being able to win a lot at home like they've got Madrano, Robertson the two hookers Rodder right. and the type 5 but because they don't really have the experience in the backs I just don't see them being able to convert much of the opportunities made by the pack so yeah yep. move on to the top 8 then
2: yeah number 8 for me would be um, yeah so I'm actually putting the force at number 8 um, for me Ooh. yeah Do so you think they're so- just scraping in Reds nine, Force eight for me.
0: Yep. Yeah, opposite um, to that, I've gone Force nine, Reds eight. Yeah,
2: okay, okay.
0: Interesting. We're all on the same wave about the Reds have fallen. So I wasn't yeah. sure. I thought you might still think they're going to be one of the top dogs. We, mo- in we could be
2: where we've proven wrong because last year we would said this yeah. about the Waratahs and we got proven wrong. So
1: yeah, it's it's very interesting stuff to see. Um, in at eight, I'm going to go for the Highlanders. Um, Kind of the same things about force, I think will apply to the Highlanders. I think we're going to see the Highlanders get a few more wins than last year, and start building towards constant victories a bit more. Um, we'll see some sign out. Sorry, um, some standouts rather from the likes of Harmon, Mika Eli, two Renton and the loose forwards Frizzell Want to go out with a bang? Um, the backs will I think look a bit more settled, but I think with a new coach coming in, they'll still need a bit more time to work on like advanced strategies i guess yeah. yeah yeah
0: did you have them in at eight was that eighth you had them in so just make yeah, the um yeah.
1: the Highlanders like with the likes of ainsley and uh degroote not really having huge cover thanks to the fact that mau inch are both still pretty young um it's just going to be depth it'll get them again you know yeah
0: I mean, I've got pretty much the exact same points there, apart from I'm thinking they're finishing 7th rather than 8th.
1: But That's exactly what I've got.
0: I've <laughs> Basically got copy seven. and paste what you've said. Yeah, good on you.
2: Um, yeah, I agree. I'm putting them at 7th as well. Who's going to finish um, it?
1: 7th for me? Um, I think we're going to see the Hurricanes at 7th. Um, like they're kind of in the same boat with the Highlanders. They're kind of starting a dynasty... And they'll need to have their growing pains before we see them just get all those victories year after year after year that we're gonna see from the likes of Morgan, Higgins, Luckeye, um, Almur, Devery, etc., you know? Yeah. 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 I mean that's probably a
0: fair call. They're probably a year or two away from really pushing the top ones. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, I've got them a bit fun. higher, but like, yeah. I can <laughs> I can see your reasoning hundred percent.
2: I've actually gone. I've actually gone for Hurricanes in my top six at number six. Okay, Uh, not not far ahead of you, but yeah, I think the Canes will obviously make the playoffs, but they they may slip up. Uh, We get some Aussie teams, I reckon. So they, I reckon, they're going to go six. Yeah,
0: my sixth, I have first Aussie team. Oh no, not first Aussie team. One of the top Aussie teams, I should say, the Waratahs. I think they won't quite finish as the first Aussie team. I think the Brumbies will have. Just about enough to hold on, but I think the Tars will do decent. Tip up a few Kiwi sides and finish sixth.
1: Okay, yeah, I'll probably go for the Waratahs at six myself. Eh? Um, the Waratahs are a very promising team. They're just very young. Once again, it's the same old, same old thing with these bottom of the playoffs um, qualifiers. They're all very, very young teams. Like it's almost copy yeah. and
0: paste the Canes, actually, isn't it? Almost. Some really good players in the key positions. Some youngsters coming up and
1: elsewhere. <laughs> I just have this big feeling that we're going to see the Waratahs and Hurricanes. Face each other in several finals for several years during this decade, almost. You know. Yeah, it's not a bad shout. It could happen. Like I think Yuck, we, yeah, of players
0: who yeah, look like they will come back and be the best Aussie side. Uh, Crusaders will always be up
1: there because they're the Crusaders. They just aren't ready yet. Those two teams, eh? Um, and at number five, um, don't know though. Um, don't know. I'm I can tell sure. you
0: mine wherever we think if you uh, like. Yeah, go for it mate. Yeah, I've got I've got the Brumbies I think they'll be the top Aussie but we're be close between them and the Tars I think the four Kiwi sides we haven't mentioned yet have got more than the Aussies but I think
2: Brumbies will just about get Yeah, it. see I've just changed mine slightly I've actually gone Tars in fifth place Um. so I think the second top Aussie team but I can, I reckon they'll be the fifth yeah yeah mm.
0: You got to make your call now, Max.
2: <laughs> yeah, I'll go
1: Brumbies. I'll go Brumbies. Yeah. yeah so you think the don't quite have enough? They, they just have to um chop and change a few things. Sorry, no, I am up to fourth now. I am at the
2: fourth. Yeah, Brumbies oh, yeah. fourth. Yeah. yeah, my bad. Yeah, that's all right. Yeah, oh, so uh, I. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. So fourth for Brumbies. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, Toby? I, I've actually got Brumbies at fours. So I, I, like, I rate the Brumbies, always have. Like they Somehow they're always the best team against the Kiwi sides, and that's what gets you to the top of the table, really. So I think um, they'll be a fourth. They you do usually find themselves towards the top of the table, so I'm going to go yeah. fourth.
0: Yeah, uh, My fourth, I haven't fully decided. Yet. It's between the Canes and the Chiefs. I think my heart says I want it to be Canes third, but logic says Canes will be fourth. Well, can't be below the Chiefs anyway. So can't for me. Yeah.
1: Well, on to 3rd. I'm going to have a controversial takeover here, Crusaders. Ooh, oh. Here we go.
0: Talk us through the reasoning.
1: Um, I'll make some enemies here by making this bet for sure, but when we well, really I mean, We have enemies in Christchurch, don't you worry. When we look at this squad, it's actually the backs that are actually getting everything done. They've got so many backs with the test caps. It's insane. Drummond, Hines, Moonga, Enor, Goodhue, Havili, Fyinga, Anuku, Jordan, Reese. Whereas in the forwards, things are looking a bit thinner. Like, as I've said earlier in the podcast, Cody Taylor's best years behind him. At Lock, there's really not really anything behind Barrett and Whitelock. Like, I don't think Zach Gallagher looks very good at all. Dominic Gardner kind of can't really decide if he's a Lock or he's a Six. Dunshay's been out injured for ages. Strange discipline's a question for me. Grace Blackadder, I think a players that have been kind of overinflated by Razor as a coach. Tom Christie, so underappreciated. Um, Havili Tali Tui, he's good, but not world class. Leo Willi, it will be his first season of Super Rugby. <sighs> Newell, Moody and Bauer, like, Moody and Bauer, I'm not really sure if I'd trust them to be All Blacks anymore, like, and Newell is still young, like, it's really the backs for me that are the highlight of the Crusaders these days. And we all say rugby's one up front. Um, Ray's has done all this reinventing over so many, so many years, but can he realistically do it a seventh time in a row? It's just starting to get a bit crazy. And considering how settled, the blues are starting to look.
2: I don't know. Yeah. Fair cool. I mean, there's yeah, definitely some good reasoning there that would make logical sense, but historically, I just can't look past the history, I'm afraid. So I'm, a, I'm going to go Chiefs at third. Now, I think the Chiefs are going to be fantastic. Let's be honest, the top three teams, it all comes down to how they perform against the other Kiwi teams. So yeah, yep. um, I think the Chiefs might get, get beaten by the Blues and Crusaders in their respective hometowns, but they're a really good side, and I think they're going to be coming third and, and looking strong in the playoffs.
0: I mean, yep, copy and paste what Toby said about the Chiefs. I think they're finishing in third too, I think. Yeah. On paper they're better than the Canes Definitely better than the Highlanders Better than the Aussie sides But probably not quite enough to tip the Crusaders and Blues Weirdly I agree with pretty much everything Max said about the Crusaders Yet for some reason I'm just like They just seem to get it done I don't know why, I don't know how But they just seem to get it done So I think again I've got them higher But every point you made about the players I agree with Yeah Yeah
1: it's it's a funny old thing that culture just seems to be what gets them through. Like yeah even though they're not even made up with the best players anymore. They just know how to win. It's a crazy old thing. Um but yeah, first place and second place, it's Chiefs versus Blues final. Um and the Chiefs are gonna win. Nah. It's gonna be the Blues. <laughs> go on, go on It's gonna be the Blues. Um you know yeah. They're looking so settled with a lot of cohesion made up from the last few years. McDonald's done phenomenal work as their head coach. They built that passion of learning how to win last year. Now they just need to learn not to choke. And after getting upset so badly last year and getting so humiliated, I think they will be able to get things done. Um, they have learned a lot from that last final. Pretty much yeah. nice. all the players are still around, and they'll be hungry to... Make sure history doesn't repeat itself. Blues to win. Yep. Yeah, you're probably not the only
0: one saying that. What do you reckon, Toby?
2: Well, see, I've I've I'm probably a wee bit controversial here, but I am gonna go blues in the second place on the table. And the reason why is because like I said before, I'm a man of history and let's be honest, the Crusaders have such a strong run of history and I just if I was a betting man, which I'm not, I would um I wouldn't go against them. But what I do think is that whilst they'll finish second on the overall table, the final against the Crusaders, because we know that the Crusaders are so strong at home in Christchurch in the in the pool games, you know, well, the, the, the basic games, but in the final, I reckon the Blues would win it. So whilst they might come second, which is what I've got down here, I think they might potentially win the final against the Crusaders if they were successful in the playoffs. See,
0: I'm always opposite to you there. I think the Crusaders will win but I think the Blues could finish top of the overall log and then the Crusaders could tip them in the final but then again it could go the opposite way too Like it's yeah. either way I think the Blues and the Crusaders are the front runners I'll have to go out and say the Crusaders again if I was a betting man I'd have to do it, put it on the team who's done it year in year out but I mean realistically if I want someone to win it's anyone but the Crusaders and Blues so any of the other teams winning would be good for me
2: yes um, number one first spot yeah. I think we've already mentioned that you already said the Blues you think are going to win the top of the table and win the comp is that right Max?
1: Oh, I think Crusaders will win the top comp
0: you I think, could think see the Blues could. winning
1: the log but I think Crusaders I think will the Blues can win the um, entire competition I'll say it'll be a it. Blues versus Chiefs final at Eden Park Blues get it done and um, everyone stops giving them crap about the 2010s when they were absolutely awful and um, <laughs> if, you, can, you can probably hear my cat and um, I think my cat agrees with me. Excellent. He so listened to him. He, he agrees. He says Blues to win. Well, there you go. <laughs> got someone yeah,
0: okay. on the Blues bandwagon.
2: Well, look, they are very strong. Our team's incredibly good. Um, I've got the Crusaders at number one on the overall list, as I said, but I think, I think the Blues have a great chance of winning the comp. I'd say
0: the only real controversial goals to come out of that to keep an eye on is me thinking the Rebels won't finish last. <laughs> Matt's and the Chiefs will make the final over the Crusaders, other than that. Oh, and I suppose
2: the Reds not having a great year, which
0: we've all gone out on a limb and said.
2: There's definitely possibilities that the Highlanders could shock us and be really far down the table. Like I know we've put them reasonably low, low, but they could even be lower than that. Oh, I the reckon.
0: Highlanders could finish near in the wooden spoon or they could finish up near the final either. It's impossible yeah, don't know. to know yeah. the-
2: yeah, whatever happens know. with the
1: highlanders just always comes down to their attrition rate they always for whatever reason seem to have so many injuries every season that come yeah. right for the playoffs
2: yeah yeah exactly um we've got some other categories here like tournament mvp do you have any ideas Do we want to run through those or just leave those out we can leave them out. Up to you. I mean, we're at a two-hour, two-hour. Yeah, I'm pretty good with leaving them out. I think we've talked enough Super Rugby as it is. There's a lot right in
0: there to unpack.
2: Agreed. Agreed. No, I think it was a, a great. Year. it's going to be great. I'm looking forward to it. Eh? I've Got my stand subscription all lined up for the games. So ready to go. Got
1: the old parent SkyGo account to log into. It's the only <laughs> option is over here. Good on you, mate. Going to be yes, a man. very good time watching all these games, seeing the debates. And uh, seeing the action on the pitch. Yeah. It's anyway,
0: uh, I suppose that about rounds us out. Huge thanks to Max for coming on. Be sure to check out his uh, Instagram page and YouTube channel, The Black Jersey. He's covering a lot of Six Nations at the moment. No doubt, you'll be covering a lot of Super Rugby when that kicks off too.
1: Oh no question, mate. Definitely going to be putting up player of the match stats, and um, playing. Sorry, I'm um, posting player of the week. I'll get everyone's a vote on. Um, the player of the week and um, that player of the week will be unveiled with a uh, team of the week that I choose obviously um, player of the week is all fan voted so good reason to interact yeah. with me is to choose who you think that player is excellent
0: you wait, you wait mate Martin bulgado player of the week every week okay. <laughs> even if the Landers have got a buy or something or he's not in the squad I'll be voting for him good stuff I suppose Medrano as well just for every Argentine in the comp yeah <laughs>
3: Anyway, uh, cheers
0: for for watching. Well, not watching. Cheers for listening, I suppose. (laughs) Uh, Be sure to drop a follow on the Rugby Rewind Instagram if you're keen. Drop a follow on the podcast. You know the drill. Anything else, Toby?
2: No, you've covered it all, mate. Thanks again to Max for coming on. That was a great episode. Great review. And, uh, yeah, looking forward to the season. And we'll see everyone in the next episode. Yeah, cheers, guys. Thank you. Thanks for listening.